Hey everyone, BMX Weekly, or should I say BMX Decade, we have a very <laughs> special guest and about nine guest hosts. Everyone showed up for this one. <laughs> Dale, who's on deck? We got uh, Mr. Todd Huffman, we got Pete Deluski, you've got Jason Richardson, myself, and today's guest, Thunder Danny Nelson. Thunder Dan. Almost a full game. Ah, Almost, yeah. Ah, It'd be a hard yeah. race as well. <laughs> Thunder, thanks for doing this. Absolutely. It's been a minute. <laughs> a long minute. Well, at least since the, uh, what was it, Hall of Fame a couple years back? Yeah. Because yeah. who got inducted? You're the last guy to get in, right? Or was it Brian Foster? It in. was one year ago, and it was me. It was yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Good memory. Good job. <laughs> like, someone got in there that was, But it was no, Brian, it was then you. you. That was it. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Well, you guys showed up for Charles, too. We did, so yeah. we were there three years in a row, yeah. right? That's usually when you make your outing is the Hall of Fame. That is it. I, so, I, as I said earlier, I stayed underground, undercover, kind of attached to what was going on up until, I don't know, three years ago or so. So I'm coming in pr pretty, pretty virgin here. That's I'm all right. Not, well, the, the good speed, news you know? is... Dale and I handled the weekly stuff, the BMX Weekly Housekeeping, a podcast ago. So this is all about you, oh, yeah. or whatever you want to make it. <laughs> yeah, we want to know, we want to know about Thunder Dan, you know. So it's uh, want to deep dive in deep and uh, talk about those early days, go through the years of amateur, pro, GT. Your old boss is here. Yeah. Your old man yeah. friend was you, Denny's man friend, or you? I was man kind of friend. a team manager. Team manager. Manager. Man friend. Yeah. Man friend. That's in motocross, right? They have man friends, right? Man friends. Like I don't know. You might. I have feel like that sounds. Yeah. I, don't I feel like friends. that sounds. <laughs> Just kind of the guy that, like a kind of personal helmet. team oh, manager. Helmet. I didn't hold his helmet, and yeah. I never carried his water <laughs> bottle. I didn't iPad for him. Then, then we'd give, uh, <laughs> TC would be take the team manager. But I still thought. But Pete definitely was doing some arranging behind the scenes and and at the track when you were with the big, when the firm. I, I, I concur. Yeah. I used to send him yeah. sprockets. Yeah, I, I <laughs> these, these days, you would have someone carrying your seat and seat post, from what I gather. Yeah, yeah. 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 It would be the same seat post that he used to rent. Who's ready for cool down post? Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Lumberjack had a had a cool down post before I had them, so yeah, <laughs> a longer one. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know where even to start. Pete, do you want to get it? Uh, should we go? Should we start in the early days? Uh, I mean, you just came straight factory, right? Right at the start. Well, yeah, pretty quick. Um, by the time I was eight, I was on uh, Robinson was the first the first factory team. And that's when it was still Chuck Robinson out of the San Fernando Valley. You know, it was OG. It was it was still his company. And uh, but prior to that, I was six years old when I started. And I at the local uh, actually there was a scene in Simi Valley where I lived, but the big scene was at the Teen Center in Van Nuys. Mm. That place yeah. has got some some status. That comes up a lot yeah. in these types. And there, yeah, that's a Byron Friday, Greg Hill, uh, probably Bobby Woods. That's back then, and um, so that's where I, the first couple of years was there. And then Devonshire Downs was the that's a class was the next place, and and for a while it was it was those two spots um, when I was seven eight years old and that's where chuck uh saw me and and uh got to know my dad and 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 we put together a little a robinson deal um i think i was eight when that when that got together 
And then uh, it wasn't, I don't remember how long it was. Huff, you might know a little bit. About the GT thing? When GT. I, was, I wanted to ask you in particular about, because I don't remember when you jumped on GT, but I wanted mm -hmm. to ask you specifically what that kind of the dynamic of the time with Doc Schofield and Richard and that whole mm -hmm. What was that like? Do you remember much as a, a little kid? I, mean, I do, I do, because... It seemed like it was being it, on the outside? Well, I was pretty, fairly new on the team, and, and we ended up, uh, we took the trip to Holland for the World Championships in... Slaghorn 83. Slaghorn 83. Yeah. So I was nine years old. Wow. Okay, so I spent, I guess it was close to two years at Robinson, maybe a little less, maybe a year and change, Went to GT and then off to Slogharn. And we went there with Chuck, Rich went there, my dad, and uh, as well as both teams. And um, <clears throat> it was uh, Richard that made an impression because he rented a Porsche and headed out the minute we hit the airport. See you at the track. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and I remember meeting him at the airport at the nudie bar on the way into LAX <laughs> to get my first batch of GT stuff. Me and my dad drove down there and met him in the parking lot of the nudie bar and got, uh, you know, all the, the frames and all the gear and all the stuff, a truckload of full of stuff. And, uh, and that was uh, as we were getting things going at GT. You know, I have some meetings over that area of LAX. Do you know the name? I, I mean, it would be a good meeting place sometimes. So. Nude, nude, nudie nudes. <laughs> Is it still there, that place? I don't go to LAX anymore, so I haven't been there for 10 I years. I haven't been there. Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. been uh, to an airport. <laughs> since since, 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 since Rockford. Rockford. Uh, I, I, I went to Hawaii to once or twice, and that might be it, man, <laughs> since I retired. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, do you remember racing this like horror? And I, I, there's pictures of you. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I, uh, that age and that being my first time out of the country, you know, I remember that stuff vividly, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, um, little little town, little uh, amusement park, and, the, and mm -hmm. all the, the track. I don't remember the track quite as much as I remember all the other stuff, you know. Um, Did you win? I don't remember what I got. That's funny. <laughs> Only Thunder doesn't know people I, in the I world. Know that I, I, I think it was. I either, think you would know if you won. It, no, no. I'm going to say it might be like top three. I'm going to yeah. look it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're definitely top three. There are pictures of you, even in an English magazine. There's a picture I'm of you. Remember, I, I believe Gary DeBacker yeah, was, was, about right. was competition over there. Yeah. But you guys raced open back then as well. So that's, you'd have raced twice. That's true. Yeah. I, in, in class, I think I podiumed. I just yeah. don't remember it was second, third. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Then moving forward, I mean, the next couple of years then, so, did, like, now, Justin Green was your comp right back then, right? You guys got to, Jason, you got to jump in on we, this stuff. We, yeah, yeah, so, our class was stupid, like, how hard it was, mm -hmm. um, because how many guys in our class from, when we were kids, made it, and made a living racing double A? A, a lot. You, A good me, handful, maybe Greg, two. Justin, and then even a kind of a class down, Percy, um, there's more. Yeah, there were so many guys yeah. in that class that yeah. were factory or... Uh, yeah, it was, it was we a had, really um, hard class. We the, had the Terrible 10 at a young, you know, even yeah. younger than the, than the mm -hmm. real Terrible right. 10. Yeah, there, it was a deep class, you know. And even the guys oh, that Romero. didn't make it, the Roger Holders and the... Uh, there were so many guys that were, yeah. that were hard, fast. Yeah. Yeah. Shelby James, you know? right? Yeah, Shelby, Shelby yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was ridiculously hard. Yeah. Um, but I feel like just, I feel like, well, George Seavers. Yeah. Right? So in that early 80s, it was George Seavers. There was Danny. There was, um, there was Justin, Shelby, if you went East Coast or by the time he got on Mongoose. Yeah, that Gary DeBacker. DeBacker. And, and then you had other guys like Anthony Montez, Mike Risley. Just Frank Colgrove. Colgrove, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, just, it just kept, kept going. Yeah. But, um, Risley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he was really intimidating because he wrote he, for Boss. He was a big, and he was a big Yeah, kid. he was big. Yeah. He wrote for Boss. He I think he won the world. So didn't really talk to anyone. He very, I think he... I think 89. Right. 89 Australia, I think. Like, yeah. who the hell that is this guy? Right. Yeah, we that never heard right. of him. Yeah. He was a strong, yeah. one of them... Yeah, mm. you know, he wore those Amy glasses. Those, I mean, it was right there the, before Mike went pro and all that stuff, right? Like, he was part of that, or was he just one level? Risley. Like, so, so you had like there was two groups. There was. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get shit for this, but I'll say it. I'll be that guy. <laughs> well, so you know, like Darren Mitchell and Breverman, they were older than us, but yeah. I think our class was faster than their class. But before that. You, you know, you had like that whole seventeen over, which was which was May and Hayden and Damian Burnell. Burnell, yeah. There was, so there was those guys, and then like around five years later was our class, which was another two solid gates of guys who could yeah. probably win a national. Wow. And yeah. then and then obviously you had like the staples, which was and I was not a staple. Danny, you know, he was the guy who was factory since he was a baby. Mm -hmm. Justin Green <laughs> and George Severs, but he he retired early in like eighty eight. But there, oh, Charlie Davidson forgot about him too. <laughs> There's just yeah. so many, oh, there, and there's good, yeah. and there's there's half a dozen more that that I, yeah we up, don't even you know. know, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, you seem to stick it out for a long time. Did you ever get burnt? I did, yeah, as a kid. Well, like in the eighties, were you burnt out? And I, you know, I, not really. In in the eighties, I wasn't. When I was fourteen, I was burned out. I was going to say, didn't you kind of come back and in I, the second run? Yeah, on, that's exactly. I took Robinson. a I took a year you, off. You okay. did, okay. Basically, I went to like three or four races that year. Was that? I feel like there was yeah. a magazine article about you getting a bigger bike. <sighs> in the, during that, during yeah, that, during that, that, that break, time, I think it might have been a, it might have been a transition from a from a wheel to a different wheel Correct. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right, uh, but. Yeah, I'd had it. I'd, I'd had it, and and I think fourteen was the actual uh, year that I took off. And I, I went to the Grands, and I went to uh, maybe California National or something. Mm -hmm. But basically, took it off with the understanding that I'm not leaving, you know. And I and I and I still had my spot. You're I could come back, you know. <laughs> but um, that that was my only super burnout, really. After I came back. It was only uh, three years or so until it was time to go pro, you know, mm -hmm. 15, 16, 17, then, and then pro. Well, you raced the worlds, and I, I was there, I followed you because of Dylan, and I think it was Brazil 91, 92, mm -hmm. didn't you battle with Dylan at the worlds that yeah, year? Yeah, He, he was, was intimidating, man, that, yeah. guy, that guy was so good. So yeah, smooth, yeah. So, uh, I mean, later on, I learned to appreciate to watch that guy ride a bike, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that was um, – I always felt threatened by him, man. You know, he, especially on the – Euro, going over to anything over in Europe, the tracks being technical the way they were and me having, you know, not needing a little work still on my technical skills. That was hard for me, those tracks, you know, and uh, – 
I, I don't know, I managed to get by somehow, but never, I never felt like just completely in control like I would on a U.S. track, you know, it's an ABA track or something. Well, that's, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't there a video I, you posted I, of, of Danny in the hotel room in Phoenix? Any of you Europe? Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> he had won, he'd won both days, he was feeling pretty good. Well, about before that. I forget the quote, and it's still used today, I've even seen some of the young kids use it, you know, the 2 two, the two, 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 two that two, came two. from Danny Nelson, and <laughs> the, the, the real one was when, I think he was telling me, was talking about practice or something and that's when Robbie Miranda and, and Brian Foster would always be doing stuff and we're talking about during pro practice what's the line to do it and you're like two 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 he goes Brian Foster no, Brian Foster's not been passing me in the rhythm section when I'm doing two 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 that's all you need to do <laughs> I remember that right yeah good stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah later I learned to ride a bike a little bit better and every now and then I throw in a two three two right right <laughs> <laughs> So, turning pro, because you, uh, you were, like, say, 17, 18, yeah. you just kind of had hey, enough. Quick, just, just jump back real quick. When you came back this, the second time, Danny, yeah. did it, it kind of help that all of a sudden your dad, about the same time your dad became the manager, of, took over for Root Girl and became the manager of the team, did that yeah. kind of supercharge you back into... It, it helped. You know, my dad, I always felt like he was always... Well, he was always there, even regardless, you know, pretty much. He, he was at the races, even if he wasn't... Uh, the team manager. Some of the he summer stuff, racing. he wasn't, he he wasn't there, but he loved it, yeah. And uh, so when I look back on the, the whole deal now, I just feel like he was just like always there, you know? <laughs> he was never not there. Um, and so it was just, it was like normal for me from the time I was a little kid all the way through. Basically, until I turned pro, that's when I started to go into races. You know, when he went, yeah, and he wasn't there, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, right. <laughs> so, wouldn't want to have Bill Nelson at the races, dude. I'm telling you, I, can, I gotta, I have to say this story. So, one year at the um, NBL Grands, it's Louisville. Um, I was on Auburn. You were on whatever one of those one of teams, but we were all in the same hotel, which is across from the Bob Evans. Yeah, and Bob it was Evans. it was in the evening, and we were riding or something like that. You dented your frame or something, like something happened, and you dented your frame, see. dude. Chromoly frame, and his dad fixed the dent in the hotel room. Like the next day, the dent was. Out. I don't know. Like, what do you do in a hotel room? He's like a cowboy boot. <laughs> yeah, right. To get a yeah. dent out of a frame. A present wrench. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh huh. You're right. I can't. Anyways, that's my Bill Nelson yeah. story. Because like, that, I was like, do things like that. He's on some. Uh, that's like some Stargate right. pyramid building <laughs> yeah. type. Watch yeah. That. yeah. That, that was the thing. Like when we would go to the races. We would have, we would always be, it would be fun because there was nobody really there except for Bill. But Bill was always in the shadows. Bill didn't hang out. He would go to dinner, but he didn't do anything. But you knew if you did something wrong that you would have to answer to Bill. <laughs> but at the same point, like if you did something that you needed to get fixed, like you ripped the rear axle off a car or you dented your frame, jump in the railroad track, right. Bill would be the first one that would jump in and get it fixed, but he would give you that look, push his glasses up, right. and you would, like, you would be like, oh, like you would just be like that sad dog in the corner of the room. But mm -hmm. Bill was the guy like, that everybody looked up to, nobody wanted to disappoint. And that was the thing was, everyone used to say, oh, we're under so much pressure being on the team. It was just Bill's... Um, like just Bill's attitude his, that he has, his quiet yeah. power. But yeah. he never, he never, he never put the thumb to anyone, unless you had like four or five weekends in a row where you just kind of didn't do very well or pulled an Anthony Reyes or whatever yeah. it and was. And that could lead to maybe just taking a weekend, taking a weekend off, weekend off. Yeah. getting left home one yeah. weekend. You know, I remember him. Uh, you know, in he was a, was a, a 
case for Bill, boy. And he late to the airport almost every time. Leave <laughs> his breakfast. jacket on an airplane almost every time. Yeah. Late to breakfast in the morning. The we're all got two, three town cars lined up waiting to go, and then he's not there. <laughs> So, in he got the wrath of Bill probably more than anybody else. <laughs> Just left at the hotel, <laughs> left at the restaurant to find to find his way, left at the track to find his way home a time or two too. But you know that's that's just learning the real way. You know, um, there was a time where Bill was like, we got to the track, left in he because he was late, honked the horn, called the room, whatever, gave him the benefit. Got to the track, there 15 minutes, he's like, all right, now you go back to the hotel, but don't tell him you're there and just see what happens. Right. <laughs> yeah. I remember I, Sue, I Sue would call and say, uh, Bill, uh, and he said you, you, you left him at the hotel. He said, yes, I, I, I left him at the hotel. Did he tell you why? You know, and, uh, so that, I remember that happening more than once, but... Um, yeah, it, I think I think and he caught most of it, you know. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. I mean, um, we talked about it on podcasts before, I'm with Jason, and this is all before social media, what a well-oiled machine mm-hmm. you guys were, you know, your dad and TC and Huff over there, just how professional and, and the way we see I mean, Pete, you see the UCI stuff more now, the World Cup stuff. I mean, surely the GT stuff is still on par with all that, right? I don't even remember how it was possible to, for the, and the amount of work that went into it. It was 15 or 20 people that would go to every race. I used to be lucky enough in the beginning to go to races because I had a driver's license that was clean. And it's like, we needed somebody to drive a car. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that was how I first started getting to go to the races. But everyone would be at the... I mean, I don't remember ever waiting for someone at the airport or going back. It would be everybody would get to the airport. Everybody would get the rented cars. And then we would leave. There would be three or four cars going. Maybe the pros would share a car and they would be on their own. But for the amateur teams, it was so much work. Like, in the beginning, my job was getting calls from the riders. Somebody needs a sprocket because a 14-year-old kid can't remember a carry sprocket (laughs) or pads or a number plate or whatever it was. But it was so much that went into it where I don't really remember any big clusters ever. And then at the same point, it was like you would call, if it was a travel, you'd call Adventure Travel. They would have it fixed right away. But mm-hmm. Or you'd have Bill. But it was, I don't ever remember in those five years of like traveling with the team ever a big issue no. of anyone. Like it was always good. It's like they say, you know, uh, any job that you do, the work is in the prep, right? And that's where all that went down. Mm-hmm. The prep, man. The flights were right. They, mm-hmm. You know, everyone was getting at the right time. Bill would do the homework before Calling and checking, just making a phone call with everybody. You know, every, everybody's mm-hmm. going to be okay. And and then when you well, got there, it helped, it helped with Gary Ellis Senior. Yeah, the sport so well, knew the in and outs. He For was already sure. on mm-hmm. top of it. He was just plugging in names. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, everyone was there. Like field. it was a matter of a half an hour. It didn't matter where anyone was coming from; they were there. Even mm-hmm. connections. You know? You'd be in Houston on a connection, yeah. and all of a sudden Thank the whole God team's there from yeah. different yeah. states. Yeah. You know? yeah, you know. So that was kind of cool meeting up with somebody in the middle of the country somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, probably yeah, Houston, yeah. that spaghetti little place yeah. we used to go to a lot. Con- Continental, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, be a meeting place. <laughs> well, man, back in the day, it was yeah. American. That was yeah. The, that, that was, was American. I was American. Yeah, I was Continental. You was Continental, weren't you? That was that. Yeah. 80s was American. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then it went to Continental, and then United, and then yeah. yeah. See, I I only 
those guys from the south. I was only Delta. big wig, and really in a well, I don't know. It was uh, American, and the second one was Continental. I feel like that was because I, I think hit, that's when people it was like I got two million mile cars back then. It was like a million mile yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. Well, you and TC were always American, and then everybody else was. I think yeah, we even stuck around on American, maybe right, a, yeah. a couple, <laughs> yeah. a couple yeah. of years longer. You held out like clipping in. That's right. I remember going through my old stuff, and it would be like, and the way it worked was. You were on Southwest one weekend. You were on U.S. Air the next weekend. Mm. You were, because however it made sense for everyone to get at the same place, except like I said, when the pros happened, it was like, oh, yeah, I'll go meet those guys at America because we know they're coming in. But I was like, how do we not have any miles from these years? And I'm like, I have 10 different people. Yeah, you were getting put on whatever the cheapest flight was or that worked with the schedule. Hey, you know, jumping back just a little bit about yeah. uh, just the whole juggernaut working, you know, um, you talk about the the pressure that people talked about being on GT and and all that came with it. That was mostly people that weren't on GT. Yeah, you know, everyone that, that from the outside, like from, everyone on the outside, figured that's how it had to be. From growing and, up on the East Coast and racing those NBL Nationals when you were thirteen years old, yeah. you'd see GT show up, and it would be like literally like okay, the, like you go into a rock concert or yeah. whatever, whoever your star that your favorite person was. That's how we. I mean, that was, that was, for me, my, it's not about me, but how it happened. Like, I used to see these guys, and I'd be like, those guys, and everyone was like, factory, factory, factory. Like, no one's ever, and it's funny, because you say factory. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a clue what factory was like if they didn't ride for GT. Mm-hmm. The GT set the bar. No one's ever come close. No one's ever. And I see these teams now at Nationals, and they say factory, and I just laugh. I'm like, right, you got yeah. a free shirt. A free frame, mm-hmm. some tires, yeah, maybe an entry. They did it right. I mean, it, you were the only guys. Like, Chase is the only guys you, that compares you, to that. You would show up at the race, and Bill would have them, or I would have them. Envelopes for food money yeah, for every kid on the team, mm-hmm. and it's like handing a twelve-year-old kid sixty or eighty mm-hmm. bucks. Like, here you go. They would have money. They, they, well, some of those kids were smart too. They would spend five. Larry Cameron yeah, would buy you, a hamburger yeah. yes. <laughs> and eat the bread only, or eat the meat only, whatever it was, and have sixty-eight dollars on the way home. <laughs> Actually, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up. Team money. Um, because, I, yeah, I, your racing career is one thing. You're, to me, what's impressive is your fi- financial career. <laughs> Candidly. It's funny. When you get older, that thing Well, I, I was change, always huh? impressed. But I, I even talk, I mean, in counseling people, I, I bring you up. I was like, this guy bought a house and he put over whatever percentage down. I think it was like something stupid, like 90% down. Yeah, it was a lot. But, um, <laughs> but you know, George Seavers bought a truck with his team money. He had yeah. a car, so he bought Jason, Jeff Donnell's truck, and it was sitting in his garage when we were in eighth grade. Um, but same, talk to Larry Camber, Andy Conte, Exactly, yeah. You talk to the, any of those kids today about what they did spend their yeah, yeah. money on. Yeah, so, and it I was mean, impressive about what educations and cars Yeah, yeah. So we pull up here today and we see your old Accord sitting out front. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, but it's for real, though. So you got, I mean, you're this kid making money. I mean, and Bill kind of walking you through that. Like, were you just like, Dad, but it's my money. Was there any of that going on uh, when you would win your team money? Or you not, say, or not he'd really. give you your cut and then put the rest away for you? That, well, <laughs> he, I, I was lucky that way because, and this, jumping ahead just a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. It went all the way through until, you know, I lived at home until I was 25 years old, you know? Yeah. And whatever money I made from, as a pro even, from 18 to 25, my parents never charged me rent, never made me pay for like anything. You and gas. Yeah. You know, and, and my, my vehicle, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Bill also would 
lend his opinion and his, 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 you know, guidance, guidance that he knew on, on investing money a little bit. And I got really lucky on some things, you know, um, and was able to, you know, from a, from, that's weird because from a young age, I remember my friends in my, you know, at home, mm-hmm. and, which are a yeah. totally kids, different kids group of, with. Yeah, yeah, just around the neighborhood. The things they had to do for money, yeah. you know, and, and I, I just, I always had money in my pocket, you know, from <laughs> the races, you know, team money. And, and then, and then as a teenager still, really, pro money, you yeah, know. You won the world at 19, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, money, I always had money and it, it BMX <laughs> money, you know, but, uh, yeah, I was able to, to stack a bunch of money <laughs> to the time I was 25, staying at home on the, on the free program. And then, uh, the first place I ever bought to live, I still live in today, you know? I remember going and, to your house when you got it. I mean, it was, I'm sure it still is, but. It was like it's MTV Cribs, yeah, it was like MTV yeah. Cribs at the time, you know. <laughs> and it had yeah. grown-up stuff in it, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like it didn't have the standard tile or the cheap carpet. It right. had like stone floors and granite countertops. Like, yeah, grown-up colors. On yeah, the walls, grown-up so colors. All the, you know, yeah. I remember even pulling them. I was like, Danny, did you did you decorate? He's like, No, my mom, my mom took care of all this. <laughs> and then there's like this. And then there's this room. Um, there's this one room in his house where it just had. It just felt super grown up and it was and you were telling me it was kind of like bill's room like it's kind of <laughs> had this like, rich brown leather furniture and i'm like eh, i know what you're talking about <laughs> pottery barn room <laughs> and an homage to bill yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but there was this room in danny's house um Dan, like the, the house you grew up i think it was the house you grew up in, at least the one i went to um where the, you walk in and, and the carpet was perfectly like <laughs> oh. vacuumed like no oh, like, yeah. like, like, like the lines like, 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 is another guy that tripped out on that he, he noticed that too my mom was like a, an artist with a vacuum right. okay? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. that's why they do the lines, grass in England for cricket yeah. they do it the grass oh, is all lined like up a, like, like a manicured and, right. and an NFL grid or something and, you know and, right. yo, and yo and laid into a pot roast right. like for real I remember Jason pulled up in his 3000 GT I was pretty that was my spring break Spring break. I, like I was doing car. a Cali tour. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that was the house that. Uh, shoot, I grew up in that house, and, and I was born in that house, and lived there until I was twenty, twenty-one years old or whatever. Wow. Yeah, I think we watch every Mike Tyson fight. I used to come to his yeah, house. Right. We were watching right. Tyson fights. Yeah, and the thing I loved about their house, <laughs> he was so into BMX. The dad. His, I, I, I was like, do you have a mom? Like, it was so weird. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was the same, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go to his no house one, was like yeah. 1952. So you, right. but Minus racism. House, yeah. And you yeah. wouldn't notice that anyone raced BMX. Right. I, like, asked once, can we go in the garage? You have to have something somewhere. And there was a Robinson frame in the garage. And that was about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the house didn't have any BMX stuff. And I liked it, I liked it because, like... I worked at GT. I actually lived with Huff for a while when I worked at GT. <laughs> yeah, you were you were I was surrounded all, by it. Huff. I was BMX yeah. so so much that yeah. when I went to Danny's house, and I think this is how you sustain your career, you wouldn't know he raced, right. and he would 
go hang out with friends that were the furthest thing from BMX yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah there was yeah, no yeah. trophy room. No. There was no, yeah. He it always joked because you'd never see me complete, orange on Wednesday night with yeah, all the buddies. Yeah, it wasn't buddy, buddy. <laughs> he would go to the track, do his 10 gates and leave. Because yeah. like, I was like, let's go to the track. And I'm like, the king of hanging out at the track. Right. I would be like in the middle of the infield and he would be like, oh, I'm done. Right. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, he had a program before people knew what program yeah, was. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Even worlds after parties and stuff, like he never wanted to go to the BMX one. Like, I want to go to the BMX one where the BMX guys are. He's like, hell no. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no Thunder Shrine or yeah. Thunder. No, no, that, that's true. I was able to separate BMX uh, from my home life. I mean, it was, I went and did it on the weekends for my, my friends at home. Hey, I'm shoving off. I'm gonna go do what I do. Be back Monday, <laughs> and uh, and when I come back Monday, I'd I'd uh, I always took care of what needed to be done on BMX, whether getting out to the track again and, and doing some training, doing whatever needed to be done. But boy, it was on my own time, solo, mm-hmm. alone, and and the other time was spent with with people that never raced a bike in their life. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. shot my first gun with Danny. Hunting <laughs> at one in the morning on Coyotes. Johnny O'Mara's property right. in the back of a pickup truck. Dude, like, one in the uh, morning is dark. I, we would, yeah, it was this is a, oh, not exactly Is that the whole legal? deer in the headlights thing? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They exactly had a truck right. with a light bar and on then it. You shine and I'm like, the light. where am okay. I? Yeah, spotlight I mean, him. Got it. I'm like, where am I? Because I was in Tennessee before that, and I had seen someone shoot a snake or something because they were, you know, that's what you do in Tennessee. But we were like in... The heart of California. First of all, I'm like, that's Johnny Romero? I'm like, <laughs> so I'll, clean, I'll, I'll, I'll fill in the gaps here. That, that was uh, Johnny O had his practice track, his supercross track, on a piece of land that was right there by our mm-hmm. house. And, uh, and I, at that time, I would ride with him a little bit on the mountain bikes. But I would also go out to his track with him all the time because he needed somebody out there in case he... Correct. KO'd yeah. himself, yeah, someone that could yeah. drive him out of there, you know. So I'd go hang with him and watch him ride and just be there if something happened. But on the property that he leased from these ranchers in town, where his supercross track was, um, they had cattle on there and the coyotes would come eat the calves. Mm. <laughs> so the ranchers would give us the green light to shoot the coyotes. So we'd go out there in the middle of the night, like Pete said. Trigger warning. Spotlight them. Trigger warning. We <laughs> yes, wait, sorry. stop. Hold on. It's 2021. I know. This Trigger is warning, everyone. Yeah. Right? Don't, don't cancel Danny or not shop at his shop because of something he did 30 uh, years ago. Trigger warning, everyone. Okay. Continue on. Okay. God, should I continue on? Yeah, this is good. So you were yeah, saving so the cattle. We were saving the cows, people. Yeah. That's what we were doing. <laughs> they were the cows, harassing the livestock. Yeah. They were eating the babies. Dude, it's no different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but if you and, have a home garden, the rabbits are eating your veggies. Exactly. So, yeah, anyway, Pete got, he's got to get in on some of that. That would be from there. We'd go to the skate shop. I'm like, why is Danny? Like, and you watch the, the way Danny dressed. You thought he was a skateboarder. Right, yeah, <laughs> White yeah. t-shirt, big jeans, skate shoes. Always had a skateboard. And I'm like, you can, like, and he would always commit or comment how I'm not that good on my bike. And I always associate riding a skateboard. Like, you have to have the agility. And I'm like, how could you ride a skateboard and not, you know, he was undercover good on his bike. He just, mm-hmm. like you said, two, two, two. Didn't need to do it. Right? <laughs> no one got any X. No one except when you went to the X Games for the jumping contest got a dollar extra for doing a turn bar right. on the pro section in Burbank. TL did. TL would well, say. that was how he got his contract. TL, That's yeah, a different yeah. story. Oh, dear. Good stuff. So I, I used to benefit Danny's uh, fashion because he would buy a pack of three 
three t-shirts and then <laughs> wear like you'd open them and <laughs> in travel bag you would it'd wear a white t-shirt and then at the end of the weekend it three brand new t-shirts friday saturday sunday and just leave them in the car like i just bought new t-shirts all the time and i always like grab them take them home like, God, oh, I, hate, yeah. I, hate, I hate to admit <laughs> stuff like that now but you're right so those were, so those were, those was, were three packs so, of calvin klein t-shirts so, so check it out so just, this i got another nelly story so so when christian and i were on um croupy uh so you would you had retired maybe a year or two earlier so you you've your legacy was felt and and me and christian had a joke it's like when we were traveling, where would we stay? And it's like, well, would Nelly stay there? And if Nelly wouldn't stay there, then there's no way. We How would many put- hotels we pulled into in Florida in the middle yeah. of the night? You'd be like, open oh, the door oh, and wow. be- no, can't do it. Here. Can't do it. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. That's why I remember because I would be in the pro car sometimes. Right. Like, Ellis would drive, no matter who, no matter right. who was there. Ellis would drive. You'd get to the hotel. I remember Florida especially because Florida, like. 1940, the hotel's original. You could run into some and spots And we, we pulled up yeah. after, you know, flying cross country. You get there. It's late at night because we would fly in Friday night. By the way, new generation pros, nobody goes to – nobody went to a race on Wednesdays. <laughs> they got there Friday, missed practice, and went and practiced Saturday morning. Right. So, Ellis would pull up. He would walk in. He said, hell no. Get on the phone. And five minutes later, we'd be at the Hilton somewhere. Right, yeah, I bet it many <laughs> well, times. Well, Florida with was guy. tough in yeah. some of those areas because the hotels were either one star or five star. Yeah. There was no, but I went to a yeah, lot of good yeah, hotels. If there was beach sand in the parking lot still, yeah. chances are you're going to find something in your yeah, in, in the dresser. Pretty grimy. Pretty grimy. Yeah. But I went to, we was on Florida spring break and it was in Orlando. We went to a hotel and I thought it was okay. And him and Ellis looked at each other like, get back in the car, everybody. We went to the yeah, Hilton. You're, you were like, this is great because there's not seven guys in the room right. like we did in Europe. Oh yeah, anything was great for me. Good stuff. I want to talk, I know there's um, worlds, so you just turned pro. Let's get into the worlds because I, I like that. And actually we got both world champions here. Oh, yeah. that's right. And, covered, covered. Yeah. and I stayed yeah. with you that weekend. And it was so pretty cool. Right. <laughs> we, I, I think we were the two youngest guys in the class. Well, we would have been. We, you would have been for sure. Yeah, right? I, I turned, I was 18. I turned 19 like a month later. See, okay. So I, I was a new, you know, uh, what year did the world's happening? Yeah, I mean, what, 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 what month? It would have been summer, June, so July, July. Okay, so yeah. I was just. It was the week after South Park. Okay, so I was a new couple months, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us how you <clears> felt, like, yeah, coming in and, and everything, you know? Coming in, uh, actually, I was riding good coming in. I remember... ABA you know, race in Ohio the week yeah. before. So there, there's, that was when both Sanks were competing. But yeah, Howie, that's when Howie, Howie was, was in, there. Howie yeah, was was yeah. in the States. Yeah. How long was he in the Man, States? Man, how is Howie so fast? Before. I don't know. We came out just for those two weeks, Howie but we did that fast. race as well. But he was he, fast he, in Ohio. He was fast. He yeah. won. He yes. won the time trial. Oh yeah, he had all yeah, that. He stuff. was he was the number one pick to win. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Main event for mm. sure. Um, man, I uh, so coming into it, I was riding good, but you know, I wasn't racking off wins in Double A at that point. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, I podium here, a second, an occasional win, mm-hmm. but not, not, uh, you know, dominating or, or racking off wins, you know. And then Howie was over, and and he was the hype man. Everybody was talking about Howie. He's gonna yeah. crush it. And and until. And he was riding like he was gonna up until the main yeah, event. Chris really, stuff was going good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. There was, a, the first there was a lot of crashing. Yeah, in the se- in the qual- in the yeah. quarters and semis yeah. at that mm-hmm. at that race, you know. 
I remember Ellis went out. I yeah, remember. Quarters, yeah. um, I feel like we were in the same quarter, and we both of us were just going in the first corner. I mean, Did I, we finish? We yeah, we were cool, and you were like, yeah. "Go, go, go!" Yeah, like, yeah, we you, were. You're right. Yeah, uh, and I think it was the quarter. Maybe we were in one of the first quarters or something. But I remember Ellis crashed. Well, I was in it. It was it was a super hard quarter. It was Christoph, Wilco Grunendel, yeah, me, Eric Carter, Ellis, and Hayden. Oh my that god, that was a quarter. And and Hayden yeah. got through. He and got through. Hayden almost got all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. if he, if there was, he treated if there was, me pretty if kindly, there was more I have to say, or he was nicer. Yeah, yeah. If he was just a little more uh, aggressive guy, and there, it was just he, he only had to give it that much more, and he would. And, he and, and, and there, just to know. go back to the original statement, I still stand by my statement because Hayden was part of that seventeen over X class that I was saying was five yeah, years ahead. Yeah, and he's racing. That's you. right. But, but on the, yeah, going back right. to the gate. Going up for the main and stuff, you're yeah. like, okay, oh, Howie was on the inside. I, okay. Yeah. The, it clicked when it was time to get rid of that main. I never felt it. It's the only time I ever felt like that in my entire mm. career. I felt like it was only mine to lose. Wow. I felt like I had won it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, and, I, and I, was, I, I was running scared a little bit mm-hmm. because... I felt like I it, it was I had it. It was yeah, just yeah. the only thing I could do was mess it, it was up. Was something to hold on to versus yeah. something to get. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, um, when the, I get the best gate start of my life, mm-hmm. and that that just the first two pedals mm-hmm. happened like the way they're supposed to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and then I was just again running to hold on to it, man. And my heart about stopped mm-hmm. when when Hayden came up on the inside of me. Really, the last two turns, you know, I could feel him and see him. Um, but that, I never could capture that feeling again before a main event like I did there. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I it, the only way I can describe it is, is fear, really, <laughs> because I already had it. Mm-hmm. It was a bizarre feeling. Uh, and I, I think when some people talk about the zone in other sports or other whatever, that might be what they're talking about. They, they're feeling that. But I, I only felt it one time. Yeah, I'm but trying. you're super aware. I mean, that's like I remember. And there's a few times I've. I'm, I would argue you probably felt that a few times, but you just <laughs> had more experience under your belt. But you're, and you know, Dale from the worlds. You're very aware that you're winning the worlds mm. as it's happening or losing oh, it as it's time. happening. Like there's no other point where you're more in the moment where it's like you're coming out of the first turn and first you're like. I'm winning the world. Yeah, just yeah. wanting it to I finish. I want to keep winning yes. the world. Yes. Yeah. I want it to finish. Hurry. Yes. Hurry to the finish. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Danny was never that guy that would say, oh, I'm going to win. Like, Greg. Greg would be like, I'm winning, you know, just to mess with everyone, even though that's how Meryl. he felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember there was something the day be- the night before the Worlds. Danny's like, I'm winning the race tomorrow. I don't remember. Like, I've stayed with him. I pretty much stayed with him every time I went to a race. Mm-hmm. It, c- it could have been. Had, yeah, you had the air condition. It was something weird, like... <laughs> Extra we were, in, we were in room one. It was something like there was something that we the next day we remembered like it was a total sign. But I remember the night before, Danny was like, "Never didn't talk about racing. I, no. Who was yeah, I yeah, to talk about racing yeah. to?" He was like, "I'm winning this race tomorrow." And I was like, "Yeah." Until what? until I started training and got really fit toward the end of my career. I think we were in Florida one I time. I mean, he was cocky to me. Yeah. Yeah. In the room. That, that was, was like special. private cocky. I reserved yeah. that special yeah. for Dale. Yeah. But I remember, but I remember, I remember uh, if it was that right. late or if it was the next day, it was like, remember that? Like, whenever right. it was, there was something. There was and it something. was like, because it just I, I never, I remember. Because like I say, that, 
was a, a setup and a thing that I could never recapture, and, and I wanted was, to so I bad. Argue, I couldn't do it. I mean, that was a great world to win because that, to me, that was that was like to me it, that was the first time. It was the the truest yeah. world. The Euros it could be. came the out. He came out. Australia. Australia. Every, Australia. every yeah. best person Boots was there. Boots was there. He was good. Yeah, He's yeah. in the yeah. main. Yeah. 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 And it was a huge pro class. Hundred, right. hundred guys. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. It was I mean, it was. We gutted it out yeah. all the way to the end. Had there ever been a pro class bigger than that? I mean, not maybe people because they run it differently now. No, each country's only allowed to do At that time, that was the biggest race. Yeah. Because I just remember, like Waterford Oaks was always a good race, but it wasn't Rockford. Yeah. And when we and when we went there, because they would go to Waterford Oaks, like when we'd go there, it'd be like a podunk kind of race. But right. it was a good, it was a good track compared to like some. Yeah. And we were, that race was the atmosphere. Yeah, made they it had it, something it was bigger right. than it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was the first time yeah, everybody came. Like say when it was in Europe, there'd only be a couple Americans that would come over. Australia, you know, a couple yeah. Americans. But a even, in Euros. The, even in the U.S., yeah. the week prior, you were in Ohio at an ABA race. Yeah. I was in South Park at an NBA race. I remember, I remember Eric Carter driving to Ohio because he thought it was going to rain out in South Park. That's crazy. And huh? then so all, so all of the Americans were there. Mm. All of the Euros were there. All of the Pan Asians, like yeah, I don't remember and, thirty seconds anywhere yeah, yeah. else. Anybody, yeah. anybody who was anybody in BMX, yeah, like it was the legit. fastest of the. Fa- it was yeah. legit. Yeah. I made the main, and I was like, okay, that's I'm happy now. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, did you know? Obviously, the world's now, off, apart from the Olympics, yeah. it, it's really like it seemed like it, we us Euros have always been about the world's but yeah. you guys never really cared too much about mm-hmm. it but I think by the time at you won point, it you kind of knew what it was and the rainbows and all that yeah yeah as an amateur I was almost I didn't really the world's I weren't on my radar heard right. at all you know and yeah. I missed a lot of them I didn't go to a bunch of them mm. you know um so that one, you know, at that time I started knowing that I was turning pro, started paying attention to those things a little more, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but that one was really the first one that I was focused in on and, yeah. and, and really, you know, absorbed in it, you know, I don't remember being, as an amateur, any of them being like that. Right. Know? It was right. the first time. Yeah. And I think, Huff, you said in your podcast, you were talking about the contract negotiations with Bill uh, <laughs> after Danny had won the world, you know? Yeah. Well, it was, you know, I don't know. Again, like I said, it was always a little awkward because, of course, I love Bill. But right. I got to have the budget hat on, too. And he right. wants me to handle it. And yeah. I'm sure it was even kind of awkward for Danny and his dad at some point is like, mm-hmm. oh, God, we've got to go talk to us. So that's another yeah. question, right? So now we're back <laughs> in the finance part. So was it – did your dad talk to you about it or was it just more like you handled it and he told you how, how you, what you got? No. Uh, <laughs> or maybe, and, maybe and, uh, you had an idea. We, no, we, we, would, we would have a, a sit-down, me and Bill, you know, beforehand. <laughs> and we'd, we'd write things down and get, get what, what we – what you thought, thought was, you know, and, and, and always probably push it a little bit and mm-hmm. then hope, hope for the best, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, there was no doubt. There's, Bill there's like put what the you dad want. hat on first yeah. over the team yeah. manager. What you right. want, there's what you want, what you think you can get, and then and, somewhere in there... And somewhere yeah. in there is the reality, yeah. right? So we, that's kind of what we did. Um, and then later on, I was a little more solo in that, okay. in that deal. Uh, the, the last couple, the last few, I was... Like kind of toward was, the end, I like was on my the own. giant yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the last uh, year or two, couple of years maybe, of even GT, um, it, it was 
it was my deal at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, it was like it was big money changes from one year to the next. It was a you know a little more on some contingency or a few hundred dollars more a month or heavily bonused on titles. Like yeah, that's where always. The big money was always yeah, on yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like there was one Christmas though. When we all went to the Christmas oh, classic, and we, we all went shopping, and yeah, the and things went well for everybody. Yeah, and things like we all just got off the plane. I wasn't riding for GT, but I was. I was on Giant. You were on GT. You'd, right. You were like officially on US GT. Right. Yeah. You'd yeah. Made, and we just all got off the plane, and we're like, "So, how was everyone's Christmas?" Because <laughs> everyone got these huge yeah. jumps in yeah. their in, in their deal, whatever that was. Yeah, I don't remember what year that was, but I remember that. Well, yeah, it was. Well, fun it, that helped me like a lot. You know, when I was yeah. coming up the up the ranks around this time, I was still on the euro, you know, euro deal and expenses and smaller and smaller. But it was Thunder that kind of we, you know, we was rooming together. He kind of like told me about, okay, this is what contingency is. This is money. So I kind of really learned a lot from mm-hmm. yeah. from being around him. You know, I, I'm trying to remember who. Um, one thing that that Ellis didn't do, and I stayed with him a lot. I was his room mm-hmm. roomies with him for, mm-hmm. you know couple of few seasons uh, is he didn't talk contract with me <laughs> never did man <laughs> wouldn't do it so i don't i never i didn't get what i knew about that stuff i didn't get from him right i, I got it you know from i think charles and 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 you know whatever other avenues i could figure yeah, out it yeah. but but uh lumberjack kept it under under yeah. hat man i was yeah. blind to it i remember when i got my first deal i got after the after the 96 we got we went to a gold cup and we're all in the car and i didn't know you had to keep it quiet and i remember getting in the car and i'm like hey man i'm getting blah, blah. and then thunder pulled me back later it's like dude that's already more than townsend that's not cool <laughs> <laughs> you know townsend. i remember like i, I worked at um, gt for two or three uh, years and it was like I used to write check requests every now and then. Right. I would see, like, Gary Ellis won the, the title, and it's like, what? Right. And I remember once, go, like, I would, so I would go into accounting, and there would be, like, a file for the team. And I would, like, I didn't, it was like, at that point, you didn't really care, but at the right. same point, like, you wanted to see. Oh, <laughs> I both, never yeah, looked at yeah. Ellis's, right. I still to this day don't know how much money he made at the heyday of his salary. I, I remember one of them, but I never, like, was it like, you could go in there and look at stuff, and it's like, right. I remember seeing bills, and like, Bill's like a volunteer at this time. <laughs> it's like much stuff. Is, but Bill no, Bill's an integral part of yeah. the success of the machine. <laughs> right. yeah. But I learned real quick at the end, like how, like, oh, okay, this is, you know, yeah. with the contingencies and how it worked. And, and I think I learned more from you guys. Like you guys learned more, more from the mountain bike team because the mountain bike team was like, oh, if you made $10,000 in bonuses, it rolled into your salary the next year for mm-hmm. some people. And, uh, yeah, that's a like, good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I, never, so I never thought we, of that one because we, yeah. we we did that with we did that with Connor, and after, right up till he won the Olympics, and it was like, all we're right, all over. we're cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take that right out of the contract. I mean, but, we've all talked about it numerous times, and I, I learned I learned a lot from Thunder, and I learned a lot from Pete as well. You know, just from that, those early days and mm-hmm. being around these guys. You know, and. Um, but it would be funny because as a, as a bystander, I would watch you guys race and it would be like, what'd you get? Right. And you would say that amount of contingency, not the place <laughs> yeah. that you got. It's like, all right, cool. Dale's cruiser made him you know, yeah, Dale, tremendous Dale's, amount of Dale's cruiser yeah, yeah, yeah. bought the house that he still owns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's no yeah. doubt about that. That helped a lot. It definitely did. What place you got? Oh, I've got 500. <laughs> yeah. What was it? 864? 862? Well, depending on who you were. Yeah, but generally it was the... It was good 
consider some of those yeah. smaller races back east where there'd only be oh. three or four guys. I'll race open, yeah. cruiser, I'd be class. dragging, ro- running for, you know, always running for the airport. <laughs> and I'd be them two big bags and a kit bag. I'm like, it's worth it. You know? <laughs> oh, man. You know? Yeah. If it wasn't for carrying two bikes around, man, I, I could have maybe got in. I just could not be bothered with two bikes. Right. I love, went from amateur to pro, that was my favorite thing about it. Right. No more cruising. <laughs> you know? Hey, Danny, I, um, just going back to that jump from amateur to to pro, was it was there like this discussion with your dad and like, hey, it's time, you know? Yeah, there was. It was your uh, balls have dropped and yeah, yeah it was a what it was. Is, for me, I was a uh, I threw some years away a little bit early on. I I didn't commit. I didn't train like I should have, like a pro should. I think I felt. I feel like I let. A couple of years slip away where I could have done a lot better. Mm-hmm. I was getting by on natural, mm-hmm. just like I did as an amateur, kind of more or less. Still what? doing what we thought was training and going to mm-hmm. and and going to the track and staying doing those things, but not the science of it. It wasn't precise, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, and like flashes think, of brilliance. But, but I, exactly. I think that, that was, was our era. Exactly. I think that was our era. Because I think it, maybe it was just timing. It just wasn't time yet. Because, like you say, I was, I knew, I was starting to know a little bit about the science, the training. Mm-hmm. Wasn't necessarily doing it yet, but I was hearing, learning about it, hearing about it. Some of the mountain bike stuff was. You were was ahead happening. of the game on that. Yeah, that's why you I, were ahead I of the game on that. that. You were doing yeah. with Cully. Yeah, you yeah, were yeah, ahead yeah. Of the game on that. Yeah, he, I got to give it to to Cully, man. He he helped me elevate my mm-hmm. fitness level, which immediately well, back uh, then, related to results. If, well, if you're mm-hmm. racing two classes and three mains and quarters at the races, both you, days. the fitness yeah. in both days, it yeah. wasn't like you go up to, you know, nowadays they race, what is it, three motos, a semi, and a main. Yeah, that's it's four something. And they cramp. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's strange, huh? But they light it up. But no, I, 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 again, I was... <laughs> We was all trying to work out the train thing, yeah. like mid, you know, mid to late nineties, yeah. and and you again, you Cully and because Doctor Wong, yeah, you yeah. Know, I think helped a lot. Yeah, you did. some of those benefits from yeah, yeah from him. Um, yeah, once I got onto it, uh, really hard for the first two two years or so. And then you get to a point where you can kind of back it off and live off residual. You get yourself to a certain level. Mm-hmm. You got and things base. You got base and things get a little easier, you know. Mm. And so you could do uh, the pre-season, log some, some miles on the bike, mm-hmm. and then wait till much closer to the season to start doing that yeah. heavy fire, heavy weight, mm-hmm. low, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And and that got to be it was able to be less and less the more years you stacked. Yeah, on top, you yeah, know? True. and so compounding interest. Man. Yeah, compound interest, dude. <laughs> yeah. you, again, yeah. you were smart, like Gary. You you guys would not race open. Yeah, I learned again from Thunder. Mm-hmm. I would always practice too much. Yeah. I always get so excited in practice racing. Yeah. Oh, I can. Oh, I <laughs> when I practice, you, do, you and you and Gary would do two or three gates and be back in the car waiting for everybody. Yeah, and I, I took me even. After it all finished, like, them yeah. guys were really smart doing all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, super, super, yeah, you know? Danny, I want, um, for you as a young pro, even though you'd been teammates with Gary as an amateur and all that, mm-hmm. was it frustrating for you to be teammates with him or motivating? Because 
He was just such a mach a winning machine. Yeah, it was, you know, it was total motivation. It, it was good. It, it was a, a, a positive thing. I didn't, no frustration really with it. Because at that time, uh, I turned pro at 18 or whatever, and 19, things started happening a little bit. But he was so far in front of what I had going on that I, there, to me, there was just no comparison, you know, at that point. I remember, um, well, anyway, there was just, uh, I was just watching, try, trying to watch what he did, man, you know, and, and that was some of the stuff he did was not mm -hmm. being consumed by it at home. Mm -hmm. He had other things, not overdoing it, like, like the, the practice yeah. thing, not doing the cruiser thing. And those are all things that I mm -hmm. tried to in some way ended up implementing into Absolutely, my, my yeah. program, you know? So I, I think I probably learned a lot more than even I think I did from him. I just through just being automatic, you know, I, I did what I did and it ended up being a lot like what he did, you know? Yeah. I think again, from rooming with him, when Thomas, you know, we all knew about Christoph and that's when was all plucked, you know, trying to work out yeah. the whole train thing. And then by the time Thomas had come, you really then, I seem to remember, like, you, like, because that's when you and him battled for that NBL yeah. title, but you really yeah. took it serious that year. Yeah. You know, like, was... to, to compete, because Thomas came in and kind of, you know, killed us all to start with, mm -hmm. and then you're like, hang on, I want to I wanna challenge this guy, and that's when you kind of yeah. really stepped it up, it seemed like. That was probably the peak of my fitness. Mm -hmm. I, I had comp Fitness gave me confidence, mm -hmm. it, like nothing else. Um I was going to mention too the way that I raced. Really, my whole career, even as a as a younger kid, I ran on fright. I didn't run on confidence. <laughs> believe it or not, I didn't run on confidence. Terrified the whole I, time. <laughs> I was terrified the whole time. Win, lose, draw. I was running scared, man. And I think that's a lot of what my gate start in the first two pedals, the starting hill to the first turn thing, is. I was scared shitless, man. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what yeah. made me go, fright. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that I was confident I was going to beat people. I, I knew I, right. I didn't. Right. I was scared. Right, yeah. yeah. I never thought that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and a certain amount of that, it changed a little bit as a pro, and especially the last handful of years and when I actually had my best results, mm -hmm. <clears throat> kind of changed what I, what I was talking about, the... Uh, confidence in my fitness mm -hmm. like with thomas i knew i can't i can't ride a bike as good as this guy i can't mm -hmm. um that's never going to happen so i'm going to do it with fitness and i'm going to do it with just a different kind of two 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 right. you know <laughs> yeah. and, and and that's kind of what did it really that year mm -hmm. um but my my fitness gave me confidence that i my best or or my most scared I can run. It didn't have to be that. It could be normal, average, and it was good enough to win a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And that's what. Yeah, you banged you out know. a lot of wins in the yeah. last few years, you know, yeah. with, with the NBL year in 98, 99, I yep. think it was. And then yep. obviously, then it went on to the, the battle with Warwick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, the Thomas, so we had the, the Thomas battle, mm -hmm. then a year in between, and then the Warwick, the Warwick battle. And those were really my best three years, were the mm -hmm. last three. Yeah. Really? Well, so, like, lining them up, the the Worlds, the NBL title, and the ABA, what's the difference between them? Any, you know, thoughts mm -hmm. on each one? Well, the Worlds, and I think most people would, well, maybe not, because I think John Purse said something different. I think that the World titles to him were 
the most mm-hmm. cherished. You know, the to me that my world title just kind of it happened. Mm-hmm. It happened. It happened early. It happened quick. Other than that weekend, it happened kind of uh, unexpected. You mm-hmm. know, so it's almost like a gift. Yeah, that thing was like a. Just boom! Here, you, here it is. You know, and it happened. Rookie of the year happened, mm-hmm. and then the world title. It, all these things happened, but it was a surprise, and it happened early, and it happened quick. the The national titles took a year of planning yeah, you, you and to, those. You battle it out, yeah. and, and it's multiple weekends of coming down and toward the, the final and yeah all that who your main who your all that yeah. stuff and it comes down to a lot of times where one main event like the third main would make a huge difference mm-hmm. going into the last couple of races or the grounds so those things the mentals and the planning and the and the training and the the prep and all the stuff that go into a national title to me mm-hmm. was just so much more than what was going on when I won my world title, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the two national titles, uh, the Thomas thing, he had his own bad luck in a semi mm-hmm. at the and went off the track, didn't didn't make it. So who knows? We would we would have went to battle in the main event. Mm-hmm. How that would have panned out had that not happened. And the Warwick thing uh, was another. Kind of funny one. Yeah. <laughs> Bob the Wild got second involved main. in that. Yeah. Second main. I was in that. I was. I blew that win. Un- <laughs> Is that when you had the mag on? Uh, no. No. I wasn't with the mag on, but I did blow that win. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Undeservedly. Yeah, you know, Dale and Jason, you were close enough. Greg would know. Never did we sit around talking about helping each other out and no. who we can go get. No. Thomas actually. That, that, I mean, not Thomas. Afro Bob didn't give it. He didn't care who oh, he, he no, cut off. No, after all, he was he, aggressive. He, he would cut yeah, you off. Yeah. And he, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, cut you and he, he did right in the rental car and be like, you should have got a better start. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and that, yeah, that would. And whatever happened in, in those main events was Afro Bob's on his own deal. Yeah. Never did we speak about it. And that's just the way it went, you know? Mm-hmm. But in my own defense, you gotta remember, I went on to win the, I won the main event. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so you were in front of all of them. You were in front of them. Yeah. You were in front of them. Warwick was in second. Afro Bob just didn't let him go. Yeah. And yeah. He was, wouldn't, I mean, would, Warwick should have filed in. Well, yeah. Jason, maybe you should yeah. say for the people that don't know the new guys that listen to this, you know, the, the title battle basically was between Warwick Stevenson and Danny Nelson. Yeah, and Danny Three and mains. Then. Danny was teammates with Robert DeWild. Robert DeWild. First main. First main, Danny was... Danny hole shot it, you're in front, um, and, and Bob and... So Afro Bob dives and on Warwick. Warwick second turn. Yeah. are fighting first and second, but, mm-hmm. but, but Robert actually has the edge, and Warwick's on the outside going in the second turn yeah. before a pro section. Yes, yeah, so and, and just no one budged. Yeah, but and Warwick I, made a big deal of yeah. teammates, yeah. and um, he started preaching that right away. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Oh, you guys a team. Yeah. We we're team yeah. riding, mm-hmm. and and yada yada. And at that point, that's and I would say, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll have Warwick on the podcast. I would like but to, I would, some but point. I mean, yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know, it's much harder to win the title going into the second two mains, with thinking for, you have people team riding. Yeah, sure. for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, he he made it the team made it harder on himself than he had to me. He, he, that's a case, man. Where one spot, you could you could have just backed off a little yeah, bit, and then yeah, there would have been two plenty more yeah. to go. You have two yeah. remains. Yeah, yeah. The but to, race to, of the to, year. to yeah. have to have that—that that was a decision yeah. he made, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and 
in my uh, experience and those kind of things, I was never the super aggressive one. You know, I would I would stay out of a mess plenty mm-hmm. of times yeah. and didn't make main sometimes because of it and threw away better finishes. And it's probably one of the one of my weaker. If if I had to improve on something, it would have been being more aggressive, mm-hmm. sticking my nose in there more than I did, and 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 that was probably my biggest uh, weak spot. I think you know. Um, but it would have worked out if I was working in the second main, you know. <laughs> so I don't know that that's. And there was like even after the race, there was tension, right, between you two guys. Yeah, it, yeah. It, there was actually tension from there on out, kind of. It was yeah. never quite the same. Mm. We used to get on pretty good. And, yeah, and I even, remember that. Yes, yeah. and even have you know have some fun because yeah, we, because yeah, we know. would <laughs> because there was a minute in ABA where it was either Warwick or Danny going to win. Yeah, I remember. And I remember yeah, showing yeah, up to yeah. Rockford one year yeah. and Warwick at practice saying. Mm. Oh man, we got some people to race now because right. a lot of the NBL guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. yep. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we we were uh, we got on good, you know. Yeah, but never never the same after that mm-hmm. deal. But you know, but he had it wrong. He didn't. He, he misread that deal. That's yeah. not how it went. You know. Yeah. It's easy to misread though. When you're in the, I mean, when you're in battle. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back, we should probably talk about um, the transition from GT into yeah. the giant deal, yeah. and then you were kind of yeah. looking at. Well, you was already on giant strategy. when you won that title, yeah. the ABA yeah. title. You guys, True. you Thomas and Duard were already yeah, that was on giant. A giant deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was yeah. a giant deal. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So are we? Yeah, we're really yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the the. What year would that have been when GT, when, when, when we all had to, me, Thomas? Like, like one? 2001. 2000, 2001? It would have been even 2000, is that possible? No, Thomas won Worlds in Argentina, which was 2000 on GT, so it would have been the end of 2000, maybe going into 2000. I feel like it was 2001 was the year. I can't where, remember when okay. GC and Woody and I we did the satellite sports group, which became the... Yeah, because you guys even so. went to a few races with just Troy Lee stuff on. Yeah, yeah, like no, and, like and we weren't even uh, branded. It was just right. Troy Lee stuff. And, and we was, raced our whole time on GT bikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, it might have even been O two. Okay, been, yeah, maybe yeah. Been, yeah. See, I went a year longer than in my brain. I think I did. Mm-hmm. I'm off a little bit at the end, but um, yeah, the GT thing was. I mean, that was. That was a sad situation there. No one who wanted to leave GT, you yeah, know, yeah. and have that be done. Um, but we were able to save kind of our the core group, you know, and 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 for the few of us that made it over to Giant, it was it, kind of the same, you know. TC did a good job of making it uh, kind of like it always was, you know, and. Um, he stepped into the team manager, team everything role, and all that stuff went the same. It was still, as far as going to the races and being lined up with everything we needed and, and, and all a that. a sticker change. It was a sticker change. You know, it was the same. Um, but with Giant, you know, we we never got, we we never had a bike produced. You know, we had a, we had a few prototypes and talking shop but it, it never came to you know um you had that one i saw at your house 
It looked like a big balloon. You know what? <laughs> like, a big blue? Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. It was like round. I, I take that back. There, there were bikes made, but they weren't giant bikes. And they never became giant bikes. Mm-hmm. But they, they were, that's what we had, you know. But, um, you know, it was different. Winning that title with Giant, uh, I would have preferred to win it. On a GT, you know, and well, you then, did win on a GT. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> GT, GT journey, oh, GT, yeah, 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 yeah. with yeah. the GT uh, colors and, yeah. and whatnot. Like Mr. You know? Pete never won a title on an S and M. So yeah, it was it was it was a little different, you know, but uh, still, you know, like I say, it. it it felt like home, you know, after it just took a little while to mm-hmm. get that way. I think TC helped that out a lot. Um, Danny, how, riding, working with TC, how was, how was he as a team manager? Of course, you know, I love the guy. But yeah, yeah. He was, he was good. I mean, he, he helped me a lot. You know, he stayed involved just enough where it's not overbearing. And would, if he saw something that maybe, you, you know, you needed to hear, he'd let you hear it. But, a lot like my dad, very, addy, you know, uh, he'll, few words, but listen to him, you know. Reserved. Yeah, yeah, and and he he is the same way, you know. Um, a few team managers but, also don't have never been at a level that Todd raced either, so he knew mm-hmm. if he was yeah, giving you tips or something. Yeah, he that's saw true. It. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he Might knew. as well have been riding the bike for you sometimes. He knew it from our yeah. from our side, yeah, which is. You're right. Other team managers that haven't done that, haven't been at that level, just there's things they can't, they can't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was really good about it, especially at big races. You know, he'd give you all the space you needed and it just until you really needed something, he'd, he'd <laughs> yeah. let you have it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so that was good. And I could have a lot more fun with him after the races on <laughs> Sunday than mm-hmm. I could with any other team manager. Yeah. So that was good. Slowly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, that's, that, 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 when Danny was giving me the, the, the information, when you were, you know when you got the reel on the team, it give me like this is what you do, this is what you don't do, and he told me he said one thing: when we party and stuff, the team manager never pays. We always take care of it. We always pay for the stoli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was TC at the time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I'm never let, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like never let him pay. We always take care of him. He takes care of our deals. We make that's... sure he don't pay anything when we go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we did a lot of that, man. We. Uh, the bike shows, remember going to the bike oh shows? Oh, my God, yeah, Those yeah. were always a good time. Fun. But, yeah, TC was a great team manager, man. Good not stuff. just Not just because of the post-party action. I always like <laughs> crashing the GT team dinner at... at Benny Hanna's. At Benny Hanna's. You're an yeah, Olympic right. judge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, just show up. Let's go. <laughs> man, I'm, I missed out. My, all my years at GT we were in Olive Garden. We were in Olive Garden. You didn't get none of the Benny Hanna's years. We went the one time in Florida where King skipped the bill and I broke my foot and we got the Oh right. god. <laughs> That's right. That was that was a bad yeah. one. <laughs> that one, I remember that one. Um so you, you broke your foot jump, jumping in the pool. Jumping in the pool. So okay. you kinda even though you'd won the title, you still you know, you the next year you was winning again oh. and you was kinda battling again, you know. Yeah, well at that point the extra strategy, as you say, was on, you know. I was looking because there was only one more year on the deal mm-hmm. anyway. And I was looking at 29, 30 years old was coming up. Well, or 30 was I old. remember sitting in the stands with you at Guthrie, Oklahoma. <laughs> Guthrie. <laughs> You're like, Jay, 
<laughs> I'm working on something that's really cool. <laughs> but, you know, we would always talk about life. Right? Yeah, yeah. We, we rarely talked about BMX, you and I, actually. Very we true. Were always, but anyways, he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm working on something. He's like, yeah, it's kind of a business deal. I, you know, me and my dad, and it's something to do with, you know, he was talking. Yeah. And then, you know, the oh, deal go race. <laughs> is not a, uh, the deal in the beginning, and I did, of course, at that point, I didn't know what I know now about mm-hmm. it, you know, but I, I thought there was some potential there, but it's not a, uh, a, uh, a flattering sounding thing, you know, used junk is what you're dealing in, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's other things I'd rather flashy, do, really. Right? Yeah, exactly. We're in the thrift store business. You were in the right. thrift store business. Yeah. Used junk. But I knew uh, from, from my dad had a friend that was in this business. That's how the whole thing came together. I was needing something to do. He had a friend that needed to get something going again. He had this experience. Let's get together and try to make it happen, you know. And uh, so anyway, it, I don't know. The next year, the friend was ready to go. It was time to go. And, and, and my dad and him were doing some work on their own time, trying to get all, everything lined up. And a building came up. And once a building pops up, yeah. and it's available and you're going to do and it, it the, right the clock yeah. starts yeah. and there's no getting out of it. You know? So that deal was going to happen. Whether I was racing or not racing, and I wanted to be in on it from the get-go to mm-hmm. know the whole thing and, and and be a real part of it, you know? So it was a weird move, pulling out mid-season. I mean, we were in Rockford, and you and Warwick were still going for the title yeah, again, was, and you told in, me, you're like, you I'm out. <laughs> it was, I, I, yeah. it, we were in, me and Warwick again, were yeah. first and second in points, mm-hmm. and... And I was still winning yeah. races, yeah. but I was starting to, I couldn't train like a one or two between because I was spending time doing the business. Sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And so that started to mess with my mental a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, that, because I started to rely on that training so much. Mm-hmm. I told you about that. That was my, was that was my confidence. Was confidence you know? yeah. And that started not happening like it was supposed to. And it made it, it made it easier for me just to make the decision to, to get out, you know, um, it was, it was a hard decision, mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, I think it was, I, it, it worked out good and it, it mm-hmm. was probably the right one, but that was a tough one getting out. I didn't, I would have preferred to finish the year and see what I could have yeah, yeah. done, uh, if I could have done it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. You came to Del Mar just to, just to have the barbecue. Pretty much. The wells. Yeah. That was the send off, man. Yeah. It was game over. Yeah. The Wells are fucking great people. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah. you still talk to them, guys? I don't. I haven't. No. I, I heard... Uh, 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 damn, dude, help me with the name. Taylor? Taylor's a, a sheriff? Yeah, it sounds uh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I heard that not too long ago. Um, good for him, man. Yeah. And that was it. You was out. Like I was you. out. Yeah. And, I, and, and I think... I think Del- that was it. Del- I feel Mar- like that was three. I think it was I feel like that was 03. definitely O two or O three. Could have yeah. been O three, yeah. Danny, I mean, did you did you miss it though? I mean, six months later, did you? You know what? I I was so wrapped up doing what I was doing, and and by the time I could even think again, it was about a year later, and I I didn't miss it. I mm. didn't miss it. Mm. Yeah, I was good. good. I was good. For me, the last say four years was. Uh, 
I was maxed out on, for me, what I could do training-wise and mm-hmm. being, my mind being in the sport and, and chasing those titles and stuff. I was tired, man. I was I was mm-hmm. about about empty anyway. I yeah. would also imagine that the, the GT thing going the way it did kind of sucked a lot of wind out of your sails, too. It was just like it a changed. lot of extra work to keep something going versus like... It changed things for sure. High, and, and, and like I said, winning that title... Uh, was great and good, but it, it wasn't. It just wasn't like it would have been on. Yeah, it wasn't GT, like it wasn't you know? like going to HB to figure out what your it, ad was going to look it, like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The next right. week, yeah. it, it, oh, was a, how, it was a different yeah. animal. Yeah. So no, all those things combined <laughs> made make it made it easier, you know, or, or or made me I guess miss it less, or, or made it easier for me just to mm-hmm. to go on and and and, and get out and, and be be done, you know. So rumor had it. That you still have your bike in the in the in a, what was it, those cases the bike pro cases <laughs> fluorescent yeah. uh, cases do you still have your bike bike is outside of the bike pro case all right bike pro hanging good. on hanging in the garage okay uh, hasn't been ridden anywhere but in the neighborhood perfect around perfect. you know with with my daughter a little right. bit so at least the tires are pumped. So, so tires are tires are pumped up right. <laughs> but it's been a right now it's been it's been a, it's been Tires might not be pumped up right now. <laughs> Long enough for the air to go but out. It has, been, it, on the it has wall. been ridden <laughs> this decade. Yes. Okay. Yes. It has been. I, I what I do do is ride a mountain bike. TC got mm-hmm. me something, yeah? nice. and, and I so I ride a little bit of cross country just to stay in some kind of halfway shape. Mm-hmm. Which through the holidays I haven't done. I got to start doing again. But you mountain bike's the only thing. Good trails up you know, there. Where at? Well, I don't know, but Christian Christian was talking about yeah. going up there. So shoot, um, I don't know how good know. you are I don't with returning even... phone calls. So I'll call you when I go up there. <laughs> I don't even know where they might be at. Yeah. To be honest with you, I really don't know either. But yeah. I heard about them. But I, I remember going to visit Danny. I don't remember how many years it was when once he got his, his store up and running. And our connection, our whole thing was BMX. I would go and hang out because it was literally ten minutes from my house. Right. Once a week, sometimes twice. I didn't have anything to do. I worked yeah. from home, whatever. And uh, Danny would ask about BMX for about two questions, three questions. <laughs> Maybe one time I right. might have seen BMX Mania opened up on a computer yeah, in the right. office. <laughs> but the rest of it was like, it was incredible because it was like, I'd only seen, you know, I'd seen Danny a little bit on the mm. outside, but like running around, running around the mm. store. He was, how many people at that place? He was managing 30, there's, 40 people. There's 65 okay. people well, at that place. Yeah, there was like a pro, there's just everything yeah. of it. It was just fascinating. And uh, it was, it, it was just really cool to see because, you know, even for, Thanks, Pete. for, for, <laughs> it was fun to see Bill too. Cause I love, I love, one of the things I love seeing Bill, but I just, Bill would just be there. And the same thing, like I think, I was like, Bill's doing everything, and Danny's just there. No, yeah, you Bill was there. Danny, Danny was, Danny was, yeah. Danny was yeah. the one, Bill was like the one he was on. You know, Bill would love to do research, and Bill yeah, was Bill, looking Bill, up stuff. And was, I don't know what he was looking. He's, he was the Danny, Demogra- He's the he's the data. Guy. He's the data, data and paperwork. Yeah. Or Danny was like a few times a week, just outside. Yeah, and, and I was like, wow, it was, it was like, impressive. Like, so you gotta you gotta put the shoes on the left side. Put the shoes on the left side. Put the toys by the counter. Because I did, it was my first being on the other side of the deal and, and dealing and with And how different it people. was than from everything. Even yeah. though you had that guy, just to mm-hmm. see, like, this place was massive. How big was the it's building? It's big. The building was like 22,000 feet. This store is just a little bit smaller. The building's over 20,000 feet still, and That's there's 50 employees here. 
So it's still a ton of... I, I, it's a machine. And the way things are these days with what's going on and and just PC, being a one-man HR, or yep. I have a little, a little buffer before it gets to me, but at the end of the day, it ends here. It's a, it's getting it's not easy to do meet me too issues in the thrift store business believe it or not <laughs> everybody seems to know about it and wants to you know what i mean and employee wise it's, it's me, wild me too in spanish any cool hey let's hey, any cool bmx stuff come through then the yeah, yeah you might. tell us about the yeah. Oh, yeah. ebay treasures that come through okay well free of charge. one the most recent one is the 63 schwinn girls junior beach cruiser candy red Perfect. Just to how it came off the bike shop floor, you know. I brought that home. My yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you were telling us about that bike yeah. before we started recording. My daughter rides that bike. Yeah. Um, wow, you yeah. earned it. You earned it. Yeah, it's a, it's cool. Uh, GT. Um, what would have been the? They made him in like white and pink. Like you told us about this bike, the Pro Freestyle mm, Tour. Yeah, like it was Mac Daddy, American made. American-made st- Huntington Beach stickers on it. Yeah. GT tires, the tread on yeah. the tires, wow. pedals, laid-back seat posts, GT, GT, everything. Had all the just frame standards and fork standards, all the stuff. Everything on, it, right? on it, yeah. Yeah. Just the way it w- rolled. Just a freebie. Just out of the bike shop. It, the- it was a white one, and it, yeah, and it's upstairs there still. Oh, you guys didn't move that one? No. It's, we found, it's-, it's there. And it's, it, I mean, it's... I, would that have been Eddie Fiola? Yeah, <laughs> that there? I mean, it, bike's probably worth or more, a maybe grand Martin. or more. Uh, yeah, more easily. than that. Just uh, an old school BMX. Yeah. I think I've seen them uh, cherry ones, fifteen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And somebody maybe, just put it out for your truck to pick it up. Yeah, and I wasn't. Yeah, and I wasn't privy. I just walked through the building one day, and there it was sitting there. Lucky. Okay, so Danny, I saw it. square back, red line frame, <laughs> moto mags. That's like my holy grail. So Tell me the order, and I'll keep my eye open, man. <laughs> <laughs> but what? yeah, we've had some some jewels that come through every now and then. Um, Probably clothing too. Come, I mean, uh, old vintage eight hundred dollar Levi's. You know that, wow. that are a certain tag and a certain stitch. There's somebody's looking in almost every category that you can have: glassware, vintage denim, uh, bicycles. Whatever it is, there's a collector, yeah. there's there's pe- a collector for everything. There's, there's people out there that are yet, like, at all like original Walkmans and stuff. All like that, that stuff. Right? Original telephone. I mean, a yeah. rotary phone. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a cool rotary phone. <laughs> there's somebody looking for everything, and it just takes time to know what all that stuff is. All of a sudden, things are worth money. You know, but That's man, awesome. it can slip through too. You know, you, until you know what, what. But there's somebody looking for everything at the end of the day. What's your uh, day-to-day look like these days? It's a four o'clock wake up. Uh-huh. I get into work because... You have a drive. Yeah, I got to drive. drive. I, have, I have about an hour drive with no traffic in the morning. <laughs> I get, is that your music or podcast? Uh, I try... I was listening to podcasts, but it was Joe Rogan Experience all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and so, which I still enjoy. But... I ride with my pops as often as I can, and when I ride with him, I snooze on the way. Just like uh, going to the track. <laughs> just like going to the track. And uh, but at six o'clock, the crew comes in, and there's 50 people ready to go, and, and I have to make sure that gets off right. Right. You know, 
And then I try to get out of there early, like at one o'clock, I head home to beat and get in front of traffic. So my drive is still about an hour. And that's how it goes, man. It's it's a four or five day deal, usually five. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, that's what it is right now. Married, you daughter. Know? Married, daughter. Daughter's ten. What's she? She into some kind of well, soccer? She she likes dance, dance. and and okay. and gymnastics. That's okay. her thing. Until this, what's going on now? Everything's on hold, and mm-hmm. and uh, the school thing. I did get her out of where she was at into a private school that is going to school. Oh, wow. So at least we're going to school. Yeah, you know? yeah. To me, man, I don't like the no, home. It no. wasn't. I didn't feel like that was working for us anyway. No. And so I was happy to get her actually going to school. Yeah. And and that's what it is. It's just all about making sure you guys can relate. The family. So is I, doing I right. do have a question about that because <laughs> I wonder what you make of when you go to a kid sport function. What you make of the other parents <laughs> when you're there? Well, you had it good because Bill was always pretty, and my dad was pretty reserved. Yeah, I wouldn't call my dad a track dad by any means. He would no, just kind of not at all. Like, no, oh, you didn't pedal hard enough. Well, <laughs> you did good, and that was it. He's about as, as every bit as laid back as Bill was. <laughs> right, but, and, and coming from that, so I look. I'm always watching the dudes that are like fired up, way too fired up, too involved. You know, that's that's the worst thing I see. I think mm-hmm. when I'm out there, I don't know. It, I don't know if that works for anybody. Probably not. Yeah. But um, I have a friend that's the same age as me, and he has kids that are just a little bit older mm-hmm. than – well, not a little bit. They're in high school. My my daughter's yeah. 10. But I go to his boy's football there we go. games with him all the time. And so he is kind of on Lou, the Lou Bill mm-hmm. program, you know. But me and him are always watching those fired up dads, man. And, and I don't know. That's about the worst thing I see out there. But <laughs> It's got to be you a know? trip for you because, and I respect you 100% for not doing this whole social media thing. When we're all twiddling around, scrolling, all of us, what we do all the time. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> when, do you see, when you see everybody else on their phones, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Dale. I, I uh, analog Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's a phone? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I, I managed to take up my time just yeah. fiddle, doing things around the pad. You right, know, yeah. doing things, things we with, used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I used to do. I, I try yeah. to do things with yeah. with daughter because I, you know, I'm one mm-hmm. one child is yeah. all that's going to happen for yeah, for yeah. me. So mm-hmm. that's a done deal. So. I stay, you know, involved with what mm-hmm. she's doing, and uh, my wife's a stay-at-home mom, so there's always some kind of activities and oh, stuff so going like on around. It's like 1955 in your it's house. It's just like what you rolled out to at the old tunnel house. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's just it's real, real awesome. basic. Yeah, uh, I love it. It's, yeah, wholesome, yeah, it's yeah. as wholesome as I can make yeah, it. Yeah, you know? no, I think that's a lot of people that's could probably good. learn yeah. and. Um, take from that because it's just out of control now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like things yeah. went yeah. past good, you know. Mm-hmm. So you still do you still rock the you still rock the steaks on the barbecue and what? I do, I do. Not as much red meat, you know. <laughs> I can't do as much, but no, I do. I I, I cook. Well, the only thing I cook is meat when we're having meat. So <laughs> wife's got the rest of it. Got but it. yeah, man. So what what what's your call out for wine now? <laughs> I don't you know. know you know I'm going to bring up some Nelly stuff. <laughs> Maybe you don't drink any. I don't. No, know. no, I do. Just I do. Uh, 
I'm trying to think of, of what, what I were drinking last. Uh, I can't even tell you, dude, but it's stuff that doesn't cost as much as it used to. Yeah, that's funny. You know? <laughs> yeah. Red wine. Red, red wine. Red wine. Another yeah. good Nelly uh, take. <laughs> that looking at it at the time, I thought, what, what the hell? He would have a glass of wine on Friday night, sometimes oh, yeah. at dinner. Yeah. And I was like, drinking? Even I know it's only one or yeah. two, but I'm, it's like, dude, you sleep better. Yeah. You know, who sleeps good at racing? No, he did. Yeah. You, you know, know? who, yeah. who, who kind of got me onto that a little bit? Mm-hmm. I have to drop uh, King. Oh, did he? Yeah. King, King would drink yeah. a glass of wine, mm-hmm. and, and, and I was drinking wine at the same time, so I, it, it like cemented it for me. If King's doing it, I can drink. Wine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can I imagine that came from the Euro- mountain bike Euro. Yeah, I would scene, imagine yeah. for sure. Hey, read, yeah. Danny would read the. This is obviously before we had phones to fiddle around in the, the morning. Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times. Danny would read, yeah, the newspaper <laughs> yeah, at breakfast. We're all sitting around talking about our gates and stuff, and Danny's just sitting in the I back. I was a newspaper, newspaper junkie, yeah, and that yeah. came from yeah. at home. The calm before the storm. When I'd go, you know, I had a couple breakfast spots I'd go to all the time mm. before the training started, mm-hmm. and it was read. Johnny O used to read the paper every night. <laughs> okay, at breakfast. I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not, right. but I was, ended up being the same way, reading yeah. the paper every day and then going mm-hmm. and suffering. You know, right? Yeah, same deal. Uh, Your other, you had another uh, Supercross friend of the family there besides Johnny O. What was it like hanging out with? Jeff Stanton kind of That's right. on yeah. the other side of Jeff Stanton's yeah. fame at the height of his Yeah, career. it was good. You know, he I met Jeff because he was out hanging out with Johnny. And uh is right toward the very end of his thing. I drive past the Yamaha building on the five every day, and I remember one time Stanton took me to Yamaha to pick up his super works Factory super bike. Yeah. yeah, and uh and I'll never forget that, you know what I mean? It made an impression, you know. But uh, every time I drive by that building, I think a Stanton take me down there in his pickup, you know, to to pick up his bike. Was he hanging out and see me when in '93 when he was um, having to deal with this new guy named Jeremy McGrath on his team? <laughs> he or was, was he already back in Michigan all the time. He was in see me a little bit because he had bought a little townhouse, and I actually have a friend that lives in those townhouses oh. now. So I can't get away from Stanton nostalgia, you know. Mm-hmm. But he bought a little townhouse and he'd stay there when he was in town, and. Uh, him and Osho would, Osho would run him into the ground, actually, <laughs> training and running and riding wow. and, and all that. But uh, he was out there when Bale was still here. Wow. And Bale would go to Honda Land, which is a, a camp. What do they call it? Honda, Honda Land. Anyway, out in Simi. And, and he was, uh, brought his Euro style out there. And he, I remember being out there watching those guys. And he would do stuff out there that was just that those guys just weren't doing, you know, but, but, um, Stanton was out here at the very, the last time Bale was out here. And, okay. So uh, that was before Jeremy. Right? It was before the Jeremy. Before. Yeah. And Thunder knew, knew Jeremy as well. I remember being in Vegas and we partied with McGrath because <laughs> yeah. you knew him. Yeah. You know, know. Like, yeah. undercover knows everything about and everybody in motocross. One yeah. guy leads to another, you yeah, know, and somehow yeah. you run into somebody. And Randy Lawrence. Randy Lawrence. Yeah. 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 Those are good times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Jeremy's yeah, about the same age, right? Who? Jeremy's Jeremy's he's he's age Carter's age, so he's, he's a, a year or two years. older. Oh, yeah. years older, yeah. Yeah. older than you. Yeah, fifty okay. this year. Yeah, it'll be okay. fifty this yeah. year. Same as me. Brian Lopes, same age. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I ended up running into a handful of those guys and getting to know them just yeah. through one guy's coattail leads to another guy's. Yeah, you know? yeah, that was cool. But uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a little while though since since I 
haven't seen any of them guys in a while. I haven't. The Supercross. I talked to Stanton about a week ago. On did the phone you? For the no first kidding. Time in a long time. He's doing well on sure, huh? Oh no! Yeah. Shit. Hit his ass. He said. Oh, that's no good. Wow. Yeah. And his wife's a nurse. Sarah. Sarah yeah. A nurse, right? Yeah. Well, she works at a hospital. Oh, and man. she ended up getting it, but not from work. She got it because her two kids came home from college. So mm. they all yeah. got it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, we haven't had anybody sense. in our immediate deal yet. Knock on wood, have it. But, man, I don't know how long that's going to hold up. Yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Remember crazy. in April it's or coming. summer, yeah. it was like no one knew anybody who did have it. Yeah. And now it's like, I don't uh, know yeah. anybody who hasn't had I it. I was one of the jerks that was going... Who do, you, do you even know anyone that has it? Do you know anyone who knows anyone who has it? Right. Now I know plenty of people that right. have it, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Um, Hall of Fame, big, big, deal, big deal for you, right? It was, you know, it, it, to be honest, man, it kind of it snuck up on me, and I didn't have time to, to soak it up. Mm-hmm. And after my short brain... Dude, you killed it. My, my, my speech, I... I I kind of felt like I lost my spot. I had some things I wanted to say that I didn't get out for sure. But after the fact, you know, it's, it doesn't change the fact it happened. And I'm glad that uh, it's, it's, a for, it's forever, you know, no matter how yeah. bad you jack up your speech, <laughs> you're good, you know. <laughs> but um, I sat there next to Danny's wife and her and I were like, we're, and she's asking me, Todd, what, do you, what should he remember today? She's, we're like, kind of like writing his right. speech and remembering mm-hmm. the points he needs to mention. And I went up there with nothing. And I he think. went up there with nothing and, and just winged it. Right. Good, job. Good, Good job. Good job. Good job. Great job. Uh, no, we like, I tell you what, to me, Brian Foster's speech was one of the best. It was, yeah, Besides yeah. the one you filled in for Christoph. Oh. That was probably one of the best ones as well. But Brian Foster, I couldn't believe it. I that figured that'd be my only chance up on the stage. Yeah. So I better get up there now and make a speech. Well, you, you, you killed it. <laughs> but I thought Brian's was hilarious, man. Yeah, it was. That was, yeah. that was good. Jamie Beswick's was good as well. Yeah, yeah. He's, that was great. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is that was great. <laughs> I think a lot of people, you know, when we listen to a lot of the new school guys that are racing now and them guys are all doing podcasts and interviews, and mm. a lot of them are talking about goats and greatest and... We love that debate. Me and Jason do it between ourselves all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of new school and Pete will relate to this. And I know he's your boy as well. Will, will always, their old school for the new school is stumpy, and they always like he's there, Gary Ellis, like Gary Ellis was. Uh, but I always, and I'll debate it more with you, not not on not in public. But I always say, people forgot Danny had won all three major titles. That's it. You know, before Stumpy started winning, mm-hmm. Stumpy was one of us ten guys. You know, in that era that traded wins all the time yeah. but Danny actually won the three majors when did Stumpy win his first NBL around the time Danny uh, retired 99? 99 did he I don't think he won Cruiser uh, I don't know no, oh, but his 20 inches <laughs> <20 laughs> <20 inches. laughs> I mean Jason yeah. uh, I'm a Cruiser guy yeah, 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 cool. goat talk cool. he's got no balls yeah, yeah. we understand <laughs> Cruiser does not count towards goat I thought I was on the SE yeah. podcast yeah. Yeah. Cruiser's only Cruiser, 24 and bigger Cruiser's only supplemental <laughs> it's only good for the resume we get it <laughs> yeah, contingency check contingency and old story an old story but goat talk but anyway I always think that Danny's a lot of the new guys don't and that's why hopefully some of them guys no. will get to listen to this Danny and, handled yeah, business yeah. Well, I appreciate the, the, uh, yeah. even being in the conversation but, yeah. but the same thing like age 6 
to mm. age 30. Yeah. yeah. There's there's no one no one that does that anymore. No. Like Con- Connor's getting up there and he raced when he was young. Yeah. But you go to like that the biggest thing right now is you see a fast 14x? Mhm. 5 years ago, where are they now? Yeah. They're, they're gone. Yeah. There's no those guys there's no continuation mm-hmm. and from like I said, for me, as a little kid growing up in New York, seeing the magazines of the pros from California, mm-hmm. those kids, just like you said, those What's 10 the, people kept yeah, going well, through I'll the, say the this. whole I'll the say whole this because Danny and I, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I raced Danny. We ran our whole career together. Yeah, no, racing each but other, that's yeah. nice of you. And that's why I want to I raced Danny until I was about 14. And then we started racing each other. And I say that because I used to yeah, say Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I understand that. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I just yeah. was the kid in the class no, looking, you, you trying came, to be like you guys. Yeah, you stepped into and the, then, into and the then circle. And then I like, beat you. Yeah, yeah, and then I was like, I, I, like, I beat you once. Like, it was a big Whoa. thing. It was a big thing when you went to the NBL right. races and you was, beat any of those guys. But he guys. was so, like, not a hater. That's what was the cool part. Like, I remember I showed up. It was, like, some regional NBL race, and, and I won, and you got second one day, and you definitely won the second day. <laughs> but no, but he was it wasn't like he hated on me because I was some kid who shouldn't have beat him. You know what I'm saying? We're 13, 14, 15, yeah, 16, yeah. 20. <laughs> you know, you, you know, there, there's certain that people. That can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was always gracious in that. And that was cool. And then, yeah, to win every, well, at the time, every major. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's people who've won plenty of races and don't have a title under their belt. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing, right? There's that's plenty true. of Dan Marinos where it's like, yeah. dude, yeah. you're the best quarterback with no rings. Yeah, I'm almost, uh, almost the other way. You know, I, I did was able to rack up some wins the last few years, but mm-hmm. like I say, I spent some years in the beginning uh, passing up on a lot of wins. I think you know, yeah. I just I wasn't doing it like I needed to do it, mm-hmm. and so so I ended up with those. Three big ones, mm-hmm. minus some regular wins. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that one for sure. Fun. But still, three majors yeah. is pretty. Well, good remember the that. NBL had that mid-season battle for a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. you were you were you going and Thomas for, again. Yeah, 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 yeah that was you. Cra- I, I ran into oh, him. That's what I said. That's right. I, I, that's right. I had to bo- I borrowed a bike and I just couldn't ride and it. Yeah, because your back ends were back then. You had like an extra inch on your back. That's when I'd go to to Orlando and and win to the last corner and just implode yeah. because like the 190 cranks weren't right yeah. so I straightened that out after uh, because King and some of the mountain bike guys they started coming to the last straight yes. yeah and yeah. it took me a couple yeah. years of that happening mm-hmm. to where finally I got down to like 182 and a half mm-hmm. and that wasn't happening no more yeah, but man I I, I, would implode I ate it bad a few times down the last straight away <laughs> hey Danny uh, we'd be remiss of not asking about your when you're on power light of of working with with Eric Big E, mm-hmm. I mean, how was your relationship and working with him versus? It, he was a team manager, kind of like no other, because compared to your dad and TC, who were all business, yeah, for the most part, yeah, those kids were family. For they were, mm-hmm. they were. Look, the, it's, that was a weird deal for me because mm. it was so different than what I was used to and what I'd come up with. My dad, TC, later on, I still ran with the circle, booked with, stayed with the the GT guys, whether it was Ellis, if I was rooming with him, or, or Dale, or whoever, and very rarely was I with the team, you know, the, not not because there's any anything weird, any hard feelings, it was just a natural, 
like you say, those guys were family, and, he, and Biggie was the perfect guy to head that up. He loved those kids, you know. But my deal kind of stayed what it was prior to that, prior to Biggie yeah. and that team coming together. So I would travel, book, run around with these other guys, and it could have been a sore spot sometimes when the team was, and, and I get it, you know. I, would, but, I felt like I remember outsider looking at this point yeah. it was because the pros regardless of the brand mm -hmm. gt robinson power light whatever was was swimming around you guys were your own thing but i think i think because the power light crew was such a family with some of the the scuttle on the outside it was like maybe the parents who didn't quite understand yeah i think your side or the pro side of it like, i think well, you're right he's not in on the earth yeah you know and the kids are all like he's wearing the same jersey yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly and and i get it you know i understand i understood that but it just it just my program worked and was deeply rooted in the <laughs> art how it was and it and it that's how it was you know um they probably didn't understand either, like you're saying, Jason, exactly what goes well, on. Eric probably was the perfect guy, though, to explain it to for the sure. kids. For the parents, sure, like, for sure, for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. He understood. Yeah, what was going yeah. On. So, you know, that's that's one thing that was, you know, every now and then I, I'd, I'd see it, you know. when Mario, too, was also such a big part of that program at the end that they all loved him so much and, and what ended up happening and everything. He was their pro. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, not, had, not, we had that conversation that is when I was on Nerve and Kyle, you know, we bought Kyle and then all of a sudden Kyle got a lot better than we thought he was going to be. And yeah. I was the old guy on Nerve and me and you <laughs> yeah. were like, you're like, man, we got the same problem. Like, you got Kyle and I've, I've, got, got, I've got Mario. They're going to take our places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He and, and, and Mario, he, he soaked that. He was perfect for that he yeah, loved yeah. those kids you could play ride with them yeah. go do, perfect yeah and that wasn't me you know yeah, what i mean so that's a young kinda, team yeah a young team yeah and i was getting to be an old dog at that right point. yeah <laughs> so, setting your oh, oh. the newspaper eating yeah, blueberry right. muffins yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how old were you you weren't even 30 when you were when you finished no maybe you were 30. I, I, I was either uh i i keep saying i was 29 but i could have been you might have been like just 30 yeah 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 but it was it was just thirty if yeah. if if it was that. Hey, Danny, I know we're not. I don't know. If maybe they'll have the privilege of having the Bill Nelson podcast. Love to, be, yeah, absolutely. Which would be a good yeah, one sometime yes, anyway. But absolutely. In case you know it didn't happen for a while, but mm -hmm. I mean, I was on the other side of the the yeah. phone yeah. from you guys and your dad all the time. Mm -hmm. Me and your dad talked all the time. But what was your dad like at like at home? You know, kind of talking about the business of managing mm. that team those kids you know i mean was he bmx all the time at home or was he able he to was, turn it off it, too within the radiators and you know he, very little he didn't it wasn't we weren't absorbed with it it wasn't consumed bmx everywhere it it, it almost was invisible what, whatever he was doing on the phones coordinate with the parents checking with the kids making sure that he did it at night, on the phone, at work, I don't know, but it was, it, I would it didn't see, I didn't see much of you it. You just kind of asked on Thursday, he, when, he would tell you when, when we're leaving. When it was getting time yeah. to go, <laughs> I'd ask when we were leaving I or what our deal was. I would imagine it was just, just another thing on his, other, it was just another added, added items to his checklist of things to do. Pretty much, you know, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, like Pete talked about coming and not, and not seeing 
my trophy room. Yeah, my, which didn't my, exist. All the <laughs> stuff that, that that I didn't have as far as BMX went. Same way, Bill is the same way. All the things you didn't see with all the things he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, which is probably why we were able to do it for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I Looking back on Maris it, Maris has got a, Maris lived with me for the first year when he came to the U.S. and and I told Danny and TC later when they met him at the World Cup 2010, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Maris's hero as a kid, he had a power light in Latvia as a little kid, and his hero was Danny Nelson. He was the strong little kid, mm-hmm. and that's he based himself off. Wow. Of Danny Nelson and I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, 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 that was cool. That's a good one. I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of the same things because Maris was the same guy. He could always, and you see it now. He can totally could keep BMX and mm-hmm. life separately. He wasn't crazy BMX like us talking mm-hmm. about it all day and yeah. stuff. And I think he had a lot, um, even though he probably you know very similarities as as, as you. Yeah, sure, that's you funny. Know? And how yeah. people gravitate toward yeah, like me with Their Ellis. And, yeah, 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 it's it's yeah. Uh, interesting, you know. Definitely left the legacy you did on, on Powerlight, right? I think when you think Powerlight, you think, you know, Danny Nelson, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know. Second part of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Danny, from that from that 90, the first, the world title, and till the... The five-year drought? The five-year, well, not a drought, <laughs> but just the learning curve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you ever find, when you got Ellis in the room with you, did you ever, kind of, did you ever find yourself just staring at him like... How the hell do you do? I, I would wonder how he do it because I'd look at his, the physicalities of Gary. He was a long, lean guy. It, it, to me, I didn't, where is this, where's the strength coming from? Where's the, I don't know what the hell was going on. And I never could, I never did figure it out. Leverage, leverage. Le- something, yeah, leverage, yeah, right. leverage on a big elbow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he got me a good one. <laughs> he had a good elbow. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because I mean, he left the. He got back in the rental car to go home with more smiles on his faces than most of you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure, for yeah, sure, yeah. it was incredible. No, I, I, you know, I always wa- was left wondering a little bit. How does he do it? I just a lot of times I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see what it was, you know. Because it wasn't Gary. Wasn't very. If I, it just wasn't very flashy, right? All of a sudden, the gate would drop, uh, and in two or three pedals, he's out front and toward the end. Ooh. Though Gary was having, I felt he, like he Gary a, was 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 having some fun. He made like, it a point to yeah, become he made a little it a, more, more flashy. Yeah. Like he was, jumper, he'd go yeah, to try he was, to hit the trails. Yeah, wherever he, he was hitting the trails. Yeah. He, he did. He did a ride. X ups and practice. Yeah, he did yeah. a snap poster. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think I think it was. And then we're like, well, damn, now we got to do that too. Whatever, whatever the poster was, it was like a X up, no hander. Whatever it was, people were like, no, there's no way that's real. Like a sweatshirt on, a lumberjack shirt, whatever. With his, with his, like, Harley helmet. Yep, and his big goatee. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, again, he awesome. was the he was the efficiency guy. He was yeah. like a road bike guy. Yeah, like yeah. I don't need to do that. No, he's still yeah. on. Like mm. cool. You guys I think rest. I think Danny and, and and Gary probably was the same. Like we see, we were just or anybody in Orange County. We we're just training day and night. We couldn't get enough of it. Where yeah. you and I think, like say, a little bit offset was yeah. more rest in yeah, and a you, bit yeah, more yeah, smarter. Yeah, you you lived with more five guys more that race. Yeah, and you. You guys had a gate, and yeah. everyone came to your house, and, and you went to hills, Orange, yeah. and you go to Sheep Hills. Yeah, you couldn't get out of it. No, no. To. I mean, yeah. we loved it. We, you know, we did funny, too much. Though, it's know? funny because yeah. when you guys yeah. were in Orange, I was in San Diego, and I would, I actually, I liked how you guys lived up there, but mm. I, I, when I got into pro, probably like my second year, I was like, you know, I think I'm okay, like yeah. driving to it and yes. driving back yeah. to San Diego. It was nonstop. It was, Videos in between, <laughs> every, the right training, you know. Yeah, everyone's on top of each <laughs> yeah. other over there, you know. Yeah. 
But um, but it didn't work out well for me when Alan and Todd and Rod Miranda were working out the BMX Olympics. Right. <laughs> Where's my advice? Right. Yeah, I definitely have some yeah. perks coming up there. A uh, question people always said about you, Danny, and I know because I've hung out with you and it's always been fun, mm-hmm. you know, staying and traveling with you. Yeah. People always assumed that you didn't have fun and you weren't really in it, you know, you were just in it because you was good and you could make money, but right. you really did enjoy it, didn't you? you uh, I had a great time, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like you say, being on the inside, on the other side of it a little bit from most people, I enjoyed, look, every time I went to an international race, I probably, uh, I don't know, you say, uh, affected my results negatively mm-hmm. by the fun that I was having. You know, yeah. I always wanted to go out and, and get some of the local culture and go out to the well, you told yeah. me, you told me when I won Brighton 96, you told me after, he says, you only won Dale because I had too much wine the night before. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have a lot of wine. I don't, know if that's, I don't know if that's the only reason you won. But uh, I managed to have wine in most places that I went to. Right. But no, I, I enjoyed, uh, yeah, you know, getting to see yeah. different places and, and always uh, getting into something fun to do outside of the bicycle thing wherever mm-hmm. we're at you know and um that i mean to me that was another reason that i just was able to keep it going and and because i i did have some other interests and some other you know, i could have fun doing other things even at the races you know mm-hmm. and my my dad always i think he's responsible for some of that because he always i don't know if it's his way of getting your head out of you can overthink everything and be too, mm-hmm. and he'd always find something to do to kind of break the, yeah, you know, yeah. get you. So you're not thinking about your gate yeah, star all, exactly. all, all day and all exactly. Night. And yeah. I, I think that I probably un, unknowingly implemented a little bit of that in, in what I was doing, you know. Yeah, no, good just a, a, a mental break, you know, mm-hmm. get away from it. Even even when you're there yeah. doing mm-hmm. it, you know? stop and smell the roses. Yeah, even, right. I think even the things that you would do for fun were like simple. Like we used to yeah. play quarters, and quarters by we would find a curb, <laughs> and throw quarters <laughs> at the curb, ten people, and we would do it for hours. And whoever's quarter was closest to the curb would keep all the quarters. And it was like, yeah, such yeah. a it, like it, now you would think like who's doing that? We would do that at the races. And somebody's mom one time said, "What you were playing quarters?" Yeah. And it was like a whole big thing. It was like. It, uh, I thought it was it a drinking game. They thought it was a drinking <laughs> right, game, but right, it was like right. having fun doing stuff like mm-hmm. yeah. It, it doesn't matter almost what it is, you know. Yeah. As long as you, you have uh, you turn your brain off for a minute from, from what you're doing. You always liked a bit of sports center before bed. You always had to always. watch sports center. Uh, yeah. TV, yeah. TV on and the air conditioner on. Which <laughs> I know I didn't yeah. agree with you. Uh, <laughs> I have I pictures with Danny right. to this day. <laughs> enough. I have pictures of way back in the day, Breverman. Me and him were in a room, sharing a room, and he's got the sheets pulled up. Right. The, the, the things are across his lip, like a, the sheets are across his top. But he's got a beanie on, and he looks like the hamburger under right. the sheets. I, I, just, I mean, I got, I carried that on, and then when I started staying with Christian and mm-hmm. South, you know, Christian from, they didn't like the AC. They already, you know, right. from a were, heated place. Yep. And, Euro, um, no ice cubes. So I pissed no a lot AC. of, yeah, I pissed yeah. a lot of people off, you know. Man, but yeah, that came from thunder. You would well. have to like. Yeah. Rooming with Danny it was like from the shower to that, that, oh, that moment from yeah, the shower yeah, to when yeah. you got your clothes yeah. on. Which is really yeah. hard yeah. to do. Pajamas. You yeah, pack really pajamas. Yeah. I've lost a little bit of that in my old age. I get colder than I used to. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. 
Yeah. Good stuff. Any more, you guys, anything? I mean, hopefully you can bring in some good stuff. I think, uh, wrap it. Thank Thunder, that was this awesome. Is a wrap. Yeah, yeah, I was glad yeah. to do it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank fun, you. Fun chatting, man. Good where are we again, sure. Dale? You, we, we, oh. Jason. Jason is, uh, oh, no, where are we? Where are we? We are in the, we're in Fullerton. At yes, the famous are. Fox Theater. Yes. And it's amazing. We're of really, the original yeah, yeah, Mickey yeah. Mouse Club and many other originals that I have no idea Touché. because this theater <laughs> is such a hallmark and landmark in Southern California. She is a beauty. Yeah, it is a beauty. So, and thank you. Yes, thank Mr. you. Mr. Todd Huffman for appreciate would, allowing this to be our studio. We can again. do the next one here as well, I think. It'll we be your to. North County, uh, North Orange County yeah, studio site for go. the BMX Weekly podcast. We've got to get, yeah, uh, a get a few more guys down here. It'd be great. Yeah, well... If it's available, we'll be here. So, Pete, anything you want to? No, I, I, I think from an, like I said, from an outsider's perspective, it always. I think Danny, the way he held himself, the way he raced, the way they, the way the, the whole GT thing worked, it was like a perfect fit with Danny and Bill. Like, like to me now, I mean, I'm still involved with the bike company and stuff. I learned from Bill and Danny and Todd. It's still the way we try to run things to make it because it worked. You know, mm-hmm. it's not about old school, whatever. It's just it's stuff that worked. But mm-hmm. to think about all the things, you know, like I have a lot of people that you knew, like you have a lot of people you knew through BMX. They stopped racing. You kind of forgot about them. And like, luckily for me, it was like a little bit like I first moved to California. I didn't know anybody. I got to hang out with Danny outside of BMX. I don't know why. Like I was like, we it, did a lot of hanging. We used to come out. I used to drive up to Simi Valley all the time and hang out. But it was just like it was just cool to see it and to learn about him and Bill and like. To, and it was funny because when you retired, I was like, "That's the way Danny's going to retire. He's going <laughs> to." I didn't know you would walk on the middle of season, but like, <laughs> just be like, <laughs> later, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, even El- we all thought Ellis would do that, and then he came back, and he was a team manager. But, mm. but again, it's like I said, to to see how uh, how well Danny took all the things he learned in BMX and you know transitioned into real life because you hear you know you hear so many great stories about other people and. Uh, that's oh I should I guess I should comment on that is that BMX did the structure the. Up at six, work, out at yeah, six, the, yeah. all, the hard work, the, the foresight, training, planning, you know, that's, that's life, man. That's life stuff. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're, if you're a, a doctor or you're a, or you're a sell junk and, you know, use, <laughs> use crap, it doesn't matter. It, those things are what gets, gets things done, you know, and you carry them with you. The things I learned, the way I learned to do things in BMX and, and all that, it, I'm, it feels like it's the same stuff that I'm doing today, you know. Yeah. It's same great things. to see you still being so successful. Yeah. And you still look good. You look the same. Well, great hair. Thank you. Oh, you great. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. I just realized, Danny, you raced in four decades, right? 80s, 70s, 90s. 80s. No, raced in 70s. 70s now. No, 80s. When, 80, when did you start, though? Well, 81. Oh, 81. I, okay. Damn, I'm sorry. I missed so, it. Yeah, missed so it three by decades. You race in three decades. Damn good. near yeah, four. Yeah. 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 With three unique titles. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, yeah, nobody guys held those three. That's a big, that's, Absolutely. That's a very small yeah. club you're in. That's a small yeah. group, huh? Yeah. I, really, so you should be proud of that. Oh, so man. We are. Thank you. Thank you. So. Good stuff. Thanks, Huff. Thanks, Pete. Jason. Thunder. Thank you, guys. That was fun. We could, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we could go on forever. Yeah, we could go on forever. We're going to talk after this. But thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, we'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye.